Hey, when does the show start? Okay, okay. One, two, three, four. It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is the Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. With Bailey. I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> and Nelson. Classic Nelson. This is choked when the pressure was on. Son of The Bailey Show. On 98 Rock. All right, here it is. Tuesday, the first day of August. 2023. Yeah. Good morning. Thanks for being here. My name's Jason Bailey right there. That is Nikki D. That is me. There's Nelson. Hey, thanks for employing me still. You are welcome. And your phone number, 916-909-0985. You can also text that. Get on the text machine. Same number. Messaging data rates apply. Got to tell you that. The Odyssey app is available. Free download. Good stuff. User friendly. Also, thebaileyshow.com for a podcast and to stream us on social media just about everywhere. At Listen to the BS, we are very, very active on social media, so we hope that you join us. I do my best uh, that if you at least follow us on Instagram, that I give you a follow back. And then on the YouTube at The Bailey Show, if you'd like to subscribe and see all of our content that is available there. So next hour, we'll get you those Greta Van Fleet tickets. If you're interested to see the Starcatcher World Tour, got a pair of those for you. That's August 8th at the Oakland Arena. Uh, it's always fun doing morning radio when you're in the building with other people and they have issues and they come out in the hallway and they're very, very upset. Mm-hmm. And I and, and I know what it's like and I don't blame them. I'm not I'm not taking shots at our friends down the hall. It's just it's frustrating, but I'm just glad it's not us. Amen. <laughs> it's, it's the absolutely worst feeling. In this in this job, when you come in and there's nobody here, nor no one is up. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you have a call. Or they don't want to be up. And your stuff ain't working, Uh-oh. and you're trying to, you know, it's, it, but it happens. It's the business. I mean, it's nobody's fault, really. It's not like somebody, you know, intentionally pulled the plug on it. I missed my one opportunity to be their go-to guy. No, he Nelson tried. Oh, well, what you are don't, you trying to do? Well, you don't realize that I've also tried and failed one time the last time they asked me for help. What did you do? So they had another issue. We're talking about the wake-up call. Yeah, they had another issue last week in which audio wasn't coming out of a certain place they needed it to. The speaker's above their head. Uh-huh. So like, hey, Nelson, could you come in here for a second? And I'm like, I looked at all the buttons. And I'm like, everything is pushed that I would push. I did I did troubleshooting. Well, there was a button that you must hip check. So something like a chair can hit it or whatever. Normally you would have a what they call a cage over that. There was no cage over it. But I was unable to figure that out. So I think that's why they didn't take me up on their on my offer today to try and help them get back on. That's interesting. I was wondering why, you know, because you're a pretty smart guy when it comes to the buttons, mm-hmm. and you're really the only person here to help them. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they turned you down pretty damn quick. Very quickly. It. Yes. Dang. I saw it happen in real time. Yeah. yeah. He said no thanks. Thanks for no thanks. Now he was like, you know, hey, like you need some. Oh, okay. He goes, we got it. <laughs> I think. <laughs> He wasn't even one hundred percent sure they had it, but he knew I wasn't going to be able to get it. So in order to, for Nelson to feel better, I, I go back to Nelson. Go ahead and finish your sentence. <laughs> well, I didn't say what you were getting ready to say anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give your niceness out. I'll listen to you. Mm-hmm. You can do it for this show when something happens. I'll listen to your full sentence and let you do your thing. I appreciate you. Not a problem. 
Uh, bring up this. Uh, we had this a couple days ago when it broke. Just haven't gotten around to it, but now it's kind of making its rounds. It's a national story with this uh, former Auburn cheerleader with her plot to kill her uh, estranged husband. You know, and and like I said, we'll get into that here in just a little bit. But uh, on next segment, but have you ever had a conversation with your significant other? Even you know, you've never been married, uh, Nikki D, and Nelson. You've been married once, mm-hmm. but either somebody you've dated or your ex-wife about it, it jokingly, not serious, yeah. like jokingly, how you would off each other. Yes, you have. Mm-hmm. I think every couple has. I've never had that conversation with anybody I've ever dated. What's the longest you've ever dated somebody? Two years. Yeah, I think you got to date somebody longer than two years to have that conversation. Yeah, really? yeah. If it's oh. it's like two years, it would be too real. <laughs> two years, it's probably going to happen. <laughs> yeah, if you <laughs> if you're dating somebody for two years and you're having this conversation, you're going, yeah, I, I, this relationship because two, you know, it's done. I can't, I can't move Over on. It. No, right. When you're married, you're like, <laughs> well, you just got to deal with it. If that's really how they're going to kill me, I'll just uh-huh. have a heads up throughout the rest of my. Life. What did your ex wife say? Uh, that she would kill me in my sleep. How? How? That she, <laughs> yeah. Answer the question, kid. Uh, she would, uh, she would uh, suffocate me with a pillow. No. How does she think she'd be able to suffocate you with a pillow? She right. said she would have to get the jump on me. She would yeah. have to get the jump on me, and sleeping would be the only time. And I have such a heavy sleeper. She goes, they wouldn't suspect a thing. Well, good thing you divorced her. Or you guys got divorced because that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah, suffocation. No, that's not gonna work. You'll wake up and book her off of you. Right. I don't know that I would. I'm a pretty heavy sleeper. You aren't that heavy of a sleeper that if somebody was sitting on your face, you wouldn't notice it. Mm, don't threaten me with a gun. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, let me just absorb all that. Just for a second. <laughs> yeah. let, him let me just let me just think about that for a second. Or Nelson, you know, he might quit and just be like, "All right, you win." You know, oh, I'm just gonna let her kill him and die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just starts off and just like, "Okay, go ahead." So this is the moment I've been waiting for. <laughs> How'd you tell her you would kill her? Uh, I figured that it would be a uh, it'd be it'd be murder Sue, you know what I mean? And I just drive us both off of <laughs> I just drive us both off of a bridge because I wouldn't want to live without her. But I can see her driving me to the point of wanting to kill her. Well, I really thought that one now, probably, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I probably would have regretted it. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So you paraplegic and she's dead. And you're yeah. like, oh god, right? God, if I would have known we were getting a divorce and she's going to cheat on me with a black mm-hmm. guy, I really would have <laughs> just moved on. <laughs> <in my life. laughs> and you know, I wouldn't be para; I'd be quad. Yes, that's There'd right. be no way. So, Rach, uh, there's a th- one of our favorite movies, and it's, in my opinion, one of the greatest movies. I, I'm a big Judd Apatow fan, <laughs> and uh, the movie This Is 40 mm-hmm. uh, with Paul Rudd and Judd Apatow's wife, Leslie Mann. Mm-hmm. It is uh, Jason Segel. It, it's uh, it, absolutely fantastic movie. Best, best, bestest movie, right? And so there's a scene in that movie where they talk about this. And uh, she says, Leslie Mann says to Paul Rudd, they're married in the movie. He says, you know, I would kill you slowly. I'd poison your those cookies or those, <laughs> yeah. those cupcakes that you pretend that you don't eat every night. So you were so sweet and I would take care of you until you die. Mm-hmm. You know? That's what I'd do. And then she says, well, what would you do to me? And he goes, uh, have you ever seen Fargo? She oh, goes, yeah. He goes, wood chipper. Uh, you know, gone. so wood chipper. So then, you know, it sparks a conversation. It's I don't know why it's a fun conversation to have with your significant other, but it is a fun conversation to have. It's revealing about them. And it's really dark and deep. Yeah, but... And so I asked Rach, I said, you know, how would you do it? And she comes up, I mean, like, she didn't even hesitate. <laughs> she was ready to go. She pulled out her notes app. Well, hold on, I've got all a 10-step plan right here. And, and you know what I blame this on? That damn crazy bitch network, the ID channel. 
That <laughs> gives us so many good ideas that you never even thought about. You don't even have to Google it. You just watch the Crazy Bitch channel, and then you're like, all right, this is what I got to do. It's like Betty Crocker for crazy people. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just tons of different recipes on how to do it properly or what to avoid. So I was a little surprised that, I mean, this is a while back that we had this conversation. Well, we actually have it kind of often, but so at first it was because she's friends with a lot of, we worked with law enforcement, a lot of law enforcement back in Atlanta. And she uh, came up with this talking with one of her friends, I guess, is that goodwill does not check knives, right? They'll take them, they'll, they'll receive them, but they don't check them. Like they don't check them for blood. They don't check them for fingerprints or anything like that. So if you use a knife to do something horrible, you just give it to goodwill and I'll never find it. And there's going to be fingerprints all over the damn thing. Well, it's like from the get go. That is such a great idea. I did not know that. So that was her go to. And then there was this one day, it was a Sunday and I was I was cooking uh, some wings on the grill. And I have this thing where it's a rotisserie and you put the, the wings in the basket and they just turn and they turn and they turn and it's delicious. Right. And so. um and so I, it was football Sunday, and I, I just got home from playing tennis. Or something, and I put the wings out on the grill, and I fell asleep. And so I forgot. Obviously, I'm asleep. I forgot about the wings. And I wake up, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" I go out there, and it had been so long, and the grill was so hot. It was like 700 plus degrees that it had disintegrated everything in the wing, the bone and all. Oh my it's god! Acid. And so I, you know, and my handle on the grill as well. So I go, Rach, I go, hey. What I did. What a dummy, right? She goes, Wow, that's another idea. What a great way to kill you. Immediately. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, It's just going to get rid of everything. I said, Okay, cool. I'm glad I brought you out here to uh-huh. show you that. Great. You know, now if you have that conversation and you get this weird kind of vibe, right? That they actually are taking it in and going, Hmm. Huh? Huh. Good idea. This is a really good idea. If they start making notes. Then what do you do? Because if I had one question to ask this former Auburn cheerleader, if they had, if she had this conversation with her husband, you know, what were you saying and how did you say it? I think that lets you know that you might need to get out of Dodge depending on how engrossed they are with killing. Hell yeah. And it usually happens after you've been with the person for a very long time, like in this situation. Mm-hmm. They've been together for a while. Right. It's, it's not like you're with somebody for a year and this takes place. Right. Uh, it's it's like a 10-plus-year relationship. Mm-hmm. That, the story is deep. That goes south. Yeah, it goes south, and then you start <laughs> having these conversations. And then you make it you know, come to fruition like this woman was trying to do. And how she did it, that's the big question that I have. Because I see this every so often. I'm like, how does a girl like this get to a person like that? Never understood how that worked. Anyway, so we'll tell you about that story here momentarily. 916-909-0985. Give us a minute here. Hang on. Yeah, this story is uh, is a little off, but it really makes you question the person that you sleep next to. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So police uh, accidentally stumble across former Auburn cheerleader uh, and her plot to kill her. Tiger football husband, Auburn Tigers, Alabama. Uh, Shocker. So, Lindsey Shiver has been charged with plotting to kill Robert Shiver, and this is her estranged husband. Like, it gets gets weird, and then it gets weirder, and then it gets real weird. Mm -hmm. So, her plan 
uh, came undone and it was accidentally uncovered when the authorities investigated an unrelated break-in. This was in the Bahamas, I believe. Robert Shiver, this is the husband, he was a long snapper for the Auburn Tigers between 2006, 2008, and he met his wife there, Lindsay. Uh, and she was a member, uh, she was a cheerleader at the same time. So you got the perfect relationship. Football yep. player, cheerleader, both beautiful people. The couple has three kids together, which is sad. Beautiful kids. Beautiful kids, beautiful people, beautiful life. That's what you think because everyone's got skeletons in their closet. <laughs> you look on the outside and you go, God, I wish I were them. Yep. Right? Robert files for divorce after learning of an affair. Now, this is according to the New York Post. She reportedly met her lover, this guy Terrence Bethel, while in the Bahamas near a home that the family owned. So they had a second home, I'm assuming. Just, they spent a lot of time in the Bahamas. Yeah, a lot of time in the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. And this Terrence Bethel woos her. He does. They start, you know, slinging. Or maybe he doesn't, because I'm looking at, like, her Instagram and some of her stuff. She seems like she was a little wild, but she tried to do the mom, get married thing. But I don't know if he wooed her or if she willingly went after him. See, this is the stuff that we might not ever know, and that is what would make her cheat? Because that's that's the catalyst for all this. Yep. Right? So what was happening that would make her straight? Because he's a good-looking guy. I'm assu- I don't know what he does for a living, but I'm assuming – the husband is successful for them to have a home in the Bahamas. A home in the Bahamas, <laughs> yes. right? You know, because there's a lot of hoops to jump through to have a house in the Bahamas. So uh, they they must be doing well. They got three good kids. I mean, that would give you reason enough, right? Mm-hmm. So something had to have happened. Now it could have been. I think women go through this more than men. I'm sure I'll be corrected if I'm wrong, but women, as they get older and they stay in a relationship longer, they go through something. I don't know what it is. But there's something that y'all go through, Nikki D, that's like you second guess everything that's in your life. You want more. You think you missed out and you and, and you want to and then you have to fight the urge to dabble. I've seen that in a lot of women in her case that got married young. They married um, their college or their high school sweethearts. They stayed with them their entire lives. And then when they get in like their 30s or 40s, they do exactly what you just said. They feel like they haven't had a life. They've missed out. And then they want to leave their families and go be wild. As I say that, Nelson's head shaking. Like, are you guys just like reading my biography? <laughs> yeah, that's what happened in Nelson's that, case too. I mean, that is literally what happened. Now, I can't. I've never been able to confirm whether or not that she had stepped out on me one hundred percent. But did. I'm sure she did. <laughs> I'm pretty Bailey sure confirmed she, it yeah. for you. Thank you. I appreciate that. But Actually, that's almost there, there's something I need to tell you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I did it for you. I oh, thought it, I thought you. it was the I, best I, best thing for you. I appreciate that. Yeah, it wasn't that good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just let you know. <laughs> if it makes you feel better, she said you were better. Oh, it does. Thank yeah. you. She, yes. re- she regretted me. Immediate regret. <laughs> Immediate regret. <laughs> wasn't the cheating. It was the 30 seconds. Uh-huh. That's what she regretted. So uh, she meets this guy, Terrence Bethel, in the Bahamas. Uh, then plot it with this guy and another guy to take out her soon-to-be ex-husband. So the, why? The husband has asked for a divorce. Mm-hmm. He finds out she's cheating. I'd love to know how he found out. Uh, she then uh, gets with this guy that she's slinging, and they come up, and I want to know whose idea it was. Was Probably it his? his, because now that he's filing for divorce, I could only think that she would want to kill him versus just let him divorce her for his money. Nope, her idea. I, 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 don't, know her that idea? For a, no, I don't know that for oh. a fact. I'm just saying I think it's her idea because she wants sole custody of the kids. 
That too, and she wants mm. his money overall. That's enough for a woman to kill. Yeah. To get sole custody of the kids. I hate when that light goes off. All the lights here are censored. <laughs> so oh, so like, yeah. We have to keep running outside <laughs> the studio. To, so he doesn't walk around. <laughs> drives me insane. So the Bahamas Court News, I'm sure we all get that on a daily basis, Oh yeah. was the first to report this arrest. They say that while investigating a break-in in a local bar, this is the accidental uncover. Mm-hmm. Uh, police came across text messages in the phone of a suspect incriminating the trio in the plot to kill. So whoever, whomever, was involved in this break-in at this random bar is talking to the woman. But why do you save something like that in your phone? If you are plotting to kill somebody through text messages, the first thing you do is delete the messages after you send them, if you're going to be dumb enough to do that. My wife says women go through what we were just explaining, you know, Mm -hmm. to kill somebody and go through all those changes called menopause. (laughs) Menopause. (laughs) Sure, a lot of you are looking forward to that in the next... Put your man on pause. Yeah, 15, yeah. Uh, Lindsay, on top of being a Tigers cheerleader, was also Miss Houston County in 2005. That's mm. huge, right? And <laughs> But this is, the, this is the big one. She placed second in the National Peanut Festival pageant that mm. same year. I mean, who does not want to marry Miss Peanut? Because they live in <laughs> South Georgia, in Thomasville. Thomasville, yeah. Yeah, that's what they're famous for, peanuts. That's where they're from, yeah. Jimmy Carter, peanuts. Peanuts. Yeah, so she was like, in order to make it big, I got to get... That national peanut contest under my belt. <laughs> she goes around wearing the little, oh what's it called? The the sash. The sash, mm-hmm. yeah. I miss peanut. <laughs> peanut pasties. So the New York Post writes that Lindsay paid a, okay, Here here's my question. This is what I got. The New York Post writes that Lindsay paid a would-be hitman to kill her husband after he filed for divorce. She, along with the two other men involved in the plot, uh, were transported from uh, Guanacay to Nassau after being arrested and uh, they have a court hearing scheduled for uh, October 5th. Dang, that's a long time to sit in jail. Do they got a bond? Especially a Bohemian jail? Or <laughs> no, October sorry. the 5th. Bohemian jail. Yeah. Bohemian jail, a whole different jail. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's the that's the uh, B-track on Queen's uh, album. Man. <laughs> yeah. So how do you find a hit, man? I mean, I, this is like me just doing exactly what I was saying what women do. Mm-hmm. But how does, I don't know if I want to know the answer. But how does a a woman like this, who, if I'm going to profile her, she's got the vanilla life. Mm-hmm. Girl next door. Girl next door. Probably has good parents. Mm-hmm. Probably has a friend named Claire. Small town. Yeah. <laughs> Small town. Graduate of <laughs> graduate of Auburn, which is a great school. Sure. You know, she's, I'm sure, got a career of some sorts. Husband's doing well. Three kids doing well. Everything sounds great. Mm-hmm. So how does somebody like this find a hitman? I in, her, in this scenario, I don't think she found the hitman because the guy that she's cheating with is a native of the island. So I think he already had the resources for the hitman of who they could go to, and she just went along with the plan. That's why I think he was more so like, this is what we can do, and she went along with it. All right, let's combine speculation here. Mm-hmm. I'm so mad at Rob. I can't stand Robert. Mm-hmm. He's just the worst person. He told me he's taking full custody of my kids, and he's got the power to do it. Hey, man, I got an idea. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a friend. That's how we do it on the island. That's how we do it on the islands. Yep. I've got a friend. <laughs> we can just take him out. It's very easy. You know, he comes down here and he drowns accidentally. Yep. You know, blah, 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 blah. Oh, you would do that for me. 
Oh, I love you, babe. Yeah, of course I will. It's all <laughs> no worries, no problems. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, that's so, exactly what happened. <laughs> so she's complaining. She's upset. Mm-hmm. He wants to be the knight in shining armor. Yep. So the hitman, and this is all speculation. By sure. The hitman in question. It's not really a hitman like we'd see in the movies. He's just some dude that for twenty five hundred dollars will we'll do off it. you. We'll Absolutely. Off you. There's plenty of that down there. Oh, you start flashing a couple thousand dollars to people in a, a country that all their money comes from tourism? Yeah. They'll well, kill you. Yeah. Well, that's tourism money. Right. You know, hire a hitman. That's part of it. <laughs> I want the full island experience. It's just, it's just, it's, it's, I don't want to say it's scary, but it's just so weird to see a couple like this. Again, we look from the outside in and I, you know, I always have this debate with people. I, I, people will argue that not everyone has skeletons in their closet or not everyone has a hidden whatever. Mm-hmm. That's totally false. You know, DTA people don't trust anyone. Everyone has got a secret, if not more. Everyone has got something dark and deep in their past. The person that you meet today maybe just moved into your neighborhood. They've done things in their lives that would make your jaw drop. Even if it's the 78-year-old grandmother that uh-huh. just moved in. She's got something in her past. Everybody does because everybody goes through a certain portion of their lives, the I don't give an F portion of their lives, yep. mm-hmm. you know, or the I'm desperate portion of their lives. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've, I think, probably all at some point or most of us have lived, tried to live off of $20 a month, mm-hmm. you know, and or had to, you know, go to a restaurant and, Say, hey, I'm just here for the crackers. You know, so those desperate times, desperate measures. But I can tell you why it's scary to you. It's scary to you because when you see a news story like this with somebody that appears to be a perfect couple or or normal working class people, good family, good homes, what it lets you know is it's in your backyard and it can happen to anybody. Like nobody's Mm -hmm. exempt if a small town cheerleading college graduate plots to kill her husband then what what exempts your wife from plotting to kill you and that's what makes it scary right yeah like goes to that next step it's not just Mm -hmm. like oh i'm gonna kill this guy or i'm gonna put some antifreeze in his oats i'm i've found someone who is going to kill you for money and i'm assuming the guy that they hired to kill the husband is one of the guys that was in question for this break-in and when they when they went through his phone Dum Dum still had it in his text Evidence messages. right there. Right there. So he's yeah. not even a smart thief, murderer, or any of those. Well, who's not getting burner phones? Like, in this day and age? Who's not having conversations in person? Why are you texting on the phone about killing somebody? Or WhatsApp? Or those like, are the, why are you not using an encrypted... Those are the best. Uh, have you ever seen those shows where they catch... <laughs> yeah. They catch the... They catch the <laughs> Coupon cut and cat loving overweight housewife that's trying to kill her husband. But she's meeting with an undercover cop. And they, and they always meet at the farthest parking spot in a Walmart parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> but guess what? I'm going to do that every time before I send a text message. It's always in a Walmart parking lot. I've always said nothing good happens at Walmart. No. But they always meet and they're always under. And, they, and it's the silliest conversation where they're kind of goofing around. They're uncomfortable. Their legs crossed in the seat, you know, that women do. And uh, it's it's one of those. Okay, so when are we going to get this done? Well, you know, you just need to calm down. Let me take care of that. You're not going to know anything about how it goes down or when it goes down. You'll just know afterwards that it went down. Okay, okay. How do we exchange the money? Okay, like I said, it's five thousand dollars. Five thousand dollars. 
That's all? Well, I'm only going to give you half up front, just so we're clear with that. Yeah, but isn't that, don't you, you get what you pay for, right, for yes. anything. If you find the five for ten shirts when you're on vacation, <laughs> you know that you're getting one wear out of those shirts. Yeah, you don't wash those. <laughs> <laughs> you don't wash those. If you're paying $5,000 for a hitman that could essentially spend the rest of his life in jail or depending where he's at, yeah. be executed. I would think that you would go for a little bit more than $5,000, and that would be a red flag for you, Miss mm-hmm. Hire a Hitman or Mr. Hire a Hitman, going, <laughs> you know what? Maybe I should save up a little bit and revisit this in a couple of years. <laughs> you me at the right time. I'm actually running a BOGO right now. <laughs> Is there anyone you can refer me to that's been doing this longer? Because right now I'm just in the interview stages. Uh-huh. <laughs> I need a little bit higher quality of a hitman. No, no offense to you, but you're young. You're still young in this game. I'm looking for more experienced mm-hmm. hitman. One that charges around fifteen to twenty. I'm willing to pay that. Who's your mentor? Right. Yeah. <laughs> who, who taught you? Uh-huh. <laughs> Introduce me to that person. So this story's good. It's got, uh, as uh, they say in the news business, legs. I just feel sorry for their kids. Right. Because yeah. she's toast. And you can't explain your way out of that. Your kids are going to be angry with you possibly for the rest of your life mm-hmm. that you try to kill their dad. For what? Just move on. I always say that. Don't waste yeah, your time like, killing people. Just move on. Well, see here, if if the Bohemian authorities handle this and you have a local and this Terrence Bethel guy, don't be surprised if he's got some cash, he walks away. Ooh. Oh, that would be a plot twist for you. I've spent much time down there. I know how it works. I've been in their hospitals. I've been around their police department. I was detained at one time. I mean, it's it's a it's a it's a cash flow business. Same in Mexico. Dang. Yeah, you got well, cash. Know. You can get out of it. Yeah, I know they do that in Mexico. My yeah. goodness. Twenty dollars. Twenty U.S. dollars to get out of a speeding ticket. Okay. Yeah. Pay it. Yeah. Always. I would. Always twenty dollars from what we hear from. <laughs> From our friend that lives down there. <laughs> yeah, twenty dollars. Yes, twenty dollars. Give them hundred. They'll probably wash your car. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. They'll kill somebody for you. First round of headlines, Nikki D. What you got? I'm going to tell you why tons of chocolate was on fire and what caused the man to fall seven hundred plus feet. Ooh. All right. First round of headlines. Two big stories from today. We're learning a lot here in just a little bit. Hang on. It's time for today's top two. The extra, extra. First round of headlines. Thanks to good guys. Heating and air. Their phone number. 530-GOOD-AIR. Have them come out. Just test your stuff. They're good guys. That's why they're called that. Best service, best price guarantee. That's no BS. Nikki D. All you needed for this fire was some graham crackers and marshmallows. H1. You can see he was carrying tons of pounds of chocolate. If you've never <laughs> seen raw chocolate before in your life, this is it. But it's caught on fire. You- a semi-truck carrying 40,000 pounds of chocolate, and this happened locally in Placer County. It caught on fire Monday morning. They're saying, and this is according to KCRA News, that the truck was trying to go uphill, and because of, I don't know if they said it was the, the friction or the, the engine having a pull hard or something to try to get the 18-wheeler up this particular hill it was going up, it caught on fire, and the the um the back of it separated from the front. I'm 
the truck cart or whatever they call that part. The trailer it, separated. The trailer from the, separated. That's what I'm trying to say. The cart, and it caught on fire. The cart. The cart separated from the buggy. Yeah. And the tra- it separated from the horse. <laughs> I can't think of the name of the trailer separated from the front of it. The tractor. And it caught on fire. And when you drive by, uh, drive by this scene, you just saw pounds and pounds of melted chocolate. On the side of the road. And the horse started eating the chocolate mm-hmm. because the buggy came from the horse. <laughs> <laughs> the horse was a diabetic. How could I have known? Because <laughs> feet got all big. <laughs> it was the oddest thing ever. So are they still cleaning it up today? No, I think That's they got fun. it all up yesterday. It took them a while. This, start, this started at 4.30 a.m. yesterday, so they've cleaned it all up by today. Oh, Can you imagine getting that call? God. Hey, Bill, we need you and your crew out here ASAP. We got tons of chocolate on the road. Tons of it to clean up. They all said these, it smelled good. All these guys' wives are like, I got it. Don't worry. <laughs> you stay home with the kids today. I'm going to go clean the chocolate up. It looked wonky on the news when I saw the pictures of it being burnt because it was in barrels. The chocolate was in barrels, and it was just kind of smudged over and hanging out of the barrels and running down. It did look like something that you could have like a s'more with. What did it look like? Something you could have a s'more with. No, you said it looked what? It looked like something you can no, have no, no, a s'more no. with. Before that, you said it looked wonky. Not, wonky. Like Willy Wonka. Like Willy Wonka. Yeah. Yeah. Willy Wonky. Willy Wonky. <laughs> that's what. You, that's what it looked like. Uh, is the guy in trouble? For, no, for, it doesn't say he's in trouble because this particular area of the road where he had this accident, they say uh, eighteen wheelers often have accidents there because really? of how hard it is, I guess, to get the trucks up that heel there was a uh, a guy that he used to work with years ago and i think at the time he was on satellite as well as terrestrial and they used to do a bit where this is back in the late 90s but i used to love listening to it and it was called what you hauling and <laughs> truckers would call in and he was so good at guessing what their load was really? oh. just based off of the most simplistic clues and that the truckers would give them. You remember when we first started in afternoons? I think somebody called, and I did that here, and I actually got lucky and guessed it right. That was oh, right, yeah. all me channeling that bit. I thought it was. <laughs> there's no way I would have been, probably been able to guess chocolate. No, mm-hmm. but you know what? Some of these guys are pulling. I don't even know if truck drivers know exactly. Do the truck drivers always know what they have? I think they do because they have to fill out these slips, and I get all this my intel from Madison. They have to fill out these slips and sign off on what they're getting in their loads, so they know what they're pulling. Yeah, but they don't. Okay, so if they've got fifty boxes, fifty crates, mm-hmm. they know what's in each crate. Yes, for the most part, they they've do got because like a it's manifest. a whole it's a whole list, and you have to sign off on each item to say you received it. So yeah, they know what's in them. I don't know if they know what's in everything. I think they know that they have 50 crates, but I don't know if they know if what's in every what's in each crate. Madison's has, has always been able to tell me what he was pulling, what was in there. If something's damaged, if you know a good truck driver, oh. they may call you and be like, hey, this pallet was damaged. I got this amount of you thought, chicken wings you yeah. can come pick up. Okay. Yeah. I was like, why does your daughter yeah. know this? I was like, what? Nah, my old nail tag. What's a 15-year-old know about trucking? <laughs> That's why I'm saying the name to you because you know Madison. You were just complaining that she oversleeps and buys <laughs> yeah. shoes at 6 o'clock in the morning off Amazon. I'm like, what is like a side hobby knowing what trucks haul? <laughs> the odd thing for a 15-year-old to be into. Especially a 15-year-old girl. Right. No. My old nail tech, Madison. Yeah, yeah. He's a truck driver, right? Yeah, he is a truck driver. He's a he now, right? He is back to being a he, yes. Okay. And he's still, he's driving trucks? Yes, he is driving trucks cross country, actually. Oh, okay. He came through here not too long ago. Did he stop by? No, because we were working. I like that guy. Me too. Yeah, he's very sweet. 
and funny. He's very flamboyant. I can imagine. <laughs> I've always known him as a guy. Yeah, but he he was a woman when I first. So met you him. missed the transition period. Then. Yeah, I got I got I got the 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 back. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got the dude. Madison. Guess who's back? Yeah, Madison's back as a man. Back again. <laughs> yeah. That's what you got. All right. Second headline. Does scaling a skyscraper make you a daredevil or just plain crazy? H2. This infamous French daredevil known for pushing extreme limits, climbing various towers, cranes, bridges, transmitters, and pylons, has sadly fallen to his death. We have a thing on this show that we call dying stupid. And this story is according to TMZ. This guy who's considered a daredevil, his name is Remy Lucida, but online he goes by Remy Enigma. And he got his fame pretty much on social media because he climbs all these different type of buildings and he takes these pictures and these awkward, dangerous poses. Well, he was in Hong Kong and he scaled a six to the 68th floor of a hotel. Well, he got trapped outside and at some point was banging on the window trying to get back in. So a maid saw him call the police. By the time the police arrived to try to rescue him, he had fallen 721 feet to his death. The cops retrieved his camera, and, of course, his last pictures was him outside on the um, railing or whatever, taking these crazy pictures of him being a daredevil. So he would continue to take pictures while they were trying to come and save him. He just wasn't waiting and, like, fell asleep or I something? I think he took the pictures before he realized he was in trouble and about to fall off the building. Yeah, a lot of those uh, daredevil-y type uh, social media influencer type mm. people, they're always in Hong Kong. They're, they're, they're very rarely are they in the United States. I wonder if there's like less regulations. You know what I mean? Like, do you get in more trouble if you try and scale the, uh, the Empire State Building? Well, that's what Probably I so. That's what I was thinking, too. Like, maybe it's easier to get to some of these or maybe mm-hmm. they have cooler spots to do it. I have no idea. But some of these videos these people do like it's just not worth it, guys. But do it, we feel sorry for him? Well, of course you feel sorry for anybody that, that passes, you know, especially a young person. Well, they were beating him up on social media. They, of course. They didn't feel sorry for him at all because they felt like he put himself in a predicament, which he did. And to me, this is the definition of one of the things you always say, dying dumb. This doesn't make any sense. Yeah. In, in my, when I say don't die stupid, the definition of that is if you do something in the next day, how does the headline read? Mm-hmm. And to Joe general public, they go, oh, God, that was stupid. Mm-hmm. You know, this would be one of those types of things. But I will tell you, for everybody that's beating this kid up who's now dead that fell 68 feet because nobody wants to see that anyway, right. uh, he didn't care. He doesn't care. Well, he's dead. He doesn't care. But he, he knew what the danger was. He did. Sure. So, I mean, he did it, and it's one of those, I died doing something that I absolutely love. <laughs> I don't know if at the end he felt that way because he was, uh, by the accounts of this maid, banging pretty hard and pretty frantically asking for help. So I think in that moment he regretted being a daredevil and climbing up that building, Yeah, which he lied to get into, by the way. Well, of course he did. Yeah, he told the security guard that he was visiting a friend on the 40th floor. And then went outside. And and then went outside. And took pictures. Yep. Rest in peace, Mr. Daredevil. Yeah. Yeah. No, who gets his social media account? I don't know. Maybe they shut it down. And do you want those things posted? You want the pictures posted? Of what? You dying? That's mm-hmm. that if they found any camera oh, like yeah. his last like, picture. I for Absolutely. sure want you guys to know that my just get a hold of the footage. If I die doing something stupid, I want it posted. Absolutely. Yes. I want to see it. I want to I want to go out. You have my permission. I want yeah, I want to I want I, Look, if I'm done and I did something dumb, 
I'm going out with a bunch of whatever, likes or shares or whatever y'all mm-hmm. do. Because that's what I did it to begin with, so I might as well go out doing that. All right, 916-909-0985. If you want to participate, you can use that number as well in the text machine. Messaging data rates apply. When to and not to talk about crazy. Look, I'm under the belief that we all can have our own opinions, Mm -hmm. and we can share those opinions, but it comes with responsibility. Just like everybody says, we live in a free country, First Amendment, freedom of speech. Yeah, you have freedom of speech, but you have to take the responsibility when you open up your mouth or you do something maybe online or not online to somebody's face. Everything has got consequences and responsibilities. Well, Nikki D got an earful the other day of someone she said should have kept their mouth shut. They should have. Especially after the length of time that went on. (laughs) We'll tell you that story in a minute. Hey, welcome back. Good morning. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. Your phone number, 916-909-0985. For a few of you that uh, were asking when we're going to do the game, well, the game will be here in about an hour. Yes. Then we'll play the game. Order up. Order up. Wow, that was a man voice. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Order up. <laughs> I've never heard that voice come from you before. Sometimes I can get deep. Order up, uh, guys. We're going to be playing. Uh, <laughs> That's what we're got playing. those Greta Van Fleet tickets for you at 750. <laughs> Snicky D. At 654, 9-8 Rock. <laughs> it's uh, 56 degrees, mostly cloudy outside. <laughs> so when to and not to talk about crazy. When I say crazy, I mean, you know, things that... You know, like you just know that if you keep going, it's going to come off as crazy. It is. Absolutely. I mean, there's very little things that one person could talk to. Now, remind, remember here, it's, you're, it's a stranger talking to a stranger. Mm-hmm, not a friend. Yeah, not a friend. If you're a friend or you know the person well, then I don't think that applies. Uh, like I talk to people all the time face to face and they talk about whatever they believe and this and this. And I'm, I just, it's, to me, after a while, I'm going, okay. But I know it's them, mm-hmm. and they're just looking for somebody to vent to. I'm not big right. on small talk, but I like hearing people passionate about something and why. Right. My neighbor is the prime example, G.I. Don. Mm-hmm. That guy can just go and go about the country and politics and this and this. And I don't agree with him about a lot of stuff, but I love listening to this man talk because he's been there and he's done that. <laughs> And that's his mindset. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. And you got to respect the guy that served this great country, and he's got every right to have his opinion, and he lives by himself, so he's got every right to tell me everything. And if, right. if it's somebody you know and if it's a friend, they may just need somebody to talk to. They may just need to vent, and that's the person for you to do it with them. But if you're a stranger. Then it's a no-go. Yeah, you got to filter that. It's a no-go. Or you have to read the room, right? If I initiated the conversation, that's one thing. So I take my daughter to the mall this weekend because she wants to get her ears pierced, right? So we're in the piercing place. There were a, a couple before us with their two kids getting their ears pierced. We're second in line. Now, I noticed with the couple before us, she didn't really talk to them much. She just talked to them about their procedure, what they needed to expect, the normal things you do when you're getting your ears pierced. 
But then when it was her turn and my daughter sat down in a chair, she immediately, the first thing she does is she apologizes to me that her hair isn't done. And I'm thinking, okay, that's a little awkward, but fine. Just your hair doesn't bother me any. Then the next thing she does is she starts telling me about how she really wants to be healthy and she wants to eat healthy, but the government is stopping her. Of course they are. So how's the government stopping you from eating healthy? And I didn't ask her this question. I thought it in my mind, and it's as if she heard me think it, and she answered me. How, tri- how trippy would that have been? Go, I know you didn't ask me verbally, <laughs> but I just heard you say it in your mind. <laughs> right. oh and then God. she moves a table and chairs with her hands. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't even ask her the question, and she answers it. <laughs> And she says, and then the next thing, Nikki's thinking, do I want sweet tea or unsweet tea? And she responds, hey, I'd probably go sweet tea. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's me, stage left, exit. <laughs> out of there. I'm out of there. <laughs> I'm out of there. <laughs> so she goes on to say the government is stopping her from eating healthy because there's something wrong with the dirt. And instead of them fixing it or telling us something oh, is wrong with the dirt, they're just not doing it. Mm-hmm. So we should be eating and living off the land, but the government is not letting us. And the reason why she's so passionate about this is because a homeless man came up to her and asked her for some money. So she let him have $2. And then she thought to herself, why should I have to give him $2 when he can eat off the land if the government wasn't messing with the dirt? So anytime you add government into whatever your story is, you're automatically tapped into crazy. Mm-hmm. Yes. But... um. <laughs> I didn't know this whole story. Mm-hmm. So I'm here to tell you that she's not wrong. What do you mean? Oh, my God. What is about to happen? What do you mean? That, well, let me just say this. There's some truth to what she's saying. I know. I think I know what she's saying. What okay. is she saying? Help me because I was lost. Still okay. Lost. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to say government this, government that. But there is something to be said about the nutrients that are being put. I mean, this is is too deep. It's 7 o'clock in the morning. And the only reason I know this is my father-in-law, who should have been a very, very good biochemist. The guy's brilliant. He's a genius. Okay. Um, Talks crazy sometimes, but he's an absolute freaking genius. And he is passionate about this topic. Oh, goodness. And he has talked to me about this numerous times, about... The nutrients in the soil are nowhere near what they used to be. So the things that are grown in the soil don't have the same nutrients that are going into our bodies. That's why, if you ever read up on all this, that's why they'll give you a list of different supplements to supplement what we're missing from what's being grown because of what's used to feed the plants and also the animals. It's almost harmful to us in, a, uh, in, the, in the long term, which then gets into the converse, the con- conspiracy. <laughs> I know you didn't want to hear. I didn't know what you, I didn't know oh what she said. Goodness. I thought it was a different story <laughs> that she said. I was like, I, cause I didn't ask you and I don't want to know, but yeah. Oh so God. anyway, get your ears pierced. Okay. There we go. So then she goes on Sorry. to say how, <laughs> you know, where's she, this lady? I just want to talk to her. <laughs> she, she's in Arden Mall. <laughs> that tracks. Okay. Yeah, go to the mall. She's in there. Okay. <laughs> so then she goes on to say how she's not making enough money um, at the ear piercing place and how she wished that they would get tips based on uh, their services. I mean, percent uh, 
percentage of their services based on her piercing the ears. Like she get a percentage of it in, but they don't. And this is that. So finally, I just couldn't take. Anymore. How did she transition from dirt to tips? She just talked and talked That's good. and talked. She right. never stopped well, talking. And finally, I said to her, I said, listen, what is it that you want to do with your life? How old are you? She's like, oh, I'm 22. I said, okay, the days of spending your 20s trying to figure things out and then 30, 40, you live life, those days are over. I said, figure out now. What do you want to do? Start doing it now instead of complaining about what you don't have. And she's like, that's such a good idea. Thank you so much for telling <laughs> oh my me God. that. <laughs> my fortune cookie never said that. <laughs> so brilliant. Weren't you kind of doing what? You were irritated that she was doing? No, I just couldn't listen to her talk anymore. I couldn't. I couldn't <laughs> listen to her talk. I couldn't right? listen to her ramble. I couldn't listen to her complain. I mean, I didn't know this whole dirt thing was legit. Now you're just telling me it is. <laughs> to me, she was just rambling, and it was driving me nuts. So did you shut her down before or after she pierced your daughter's ears? After, because yeah, I call. didn't want her to right. hurt my kids. So I let her ramble through it, and then once she was done, she kept talking to me. And that's when I had to shut her down, like, okay, we're done. This is over. I got to go pay for this, but <laughs> you're just standing here talking to me. Come ring up the stuff. So let me give you a quick little pep talk. Boom, boom. All right. And I got to be out. Were you rude when you shut her down? I don't think I was rude. Wow. I don't think I was rude at all. Wow. I said it just how I'm saying it right now to you. Did that sound rude? Nah, I just know how you get to No. <laughs> yeah. No, I you was know. not. I was not rude. I was trying to give her a little inspiration. So I'm not going to rudely do that. So how is it okay for you to do that? When I try to do that, you tell me no. I, sh- I should stop. I should not do things like that. When have you tried to inspire somebody and I told you not to? In the gym, all the time. I see these no, old... No, you bother those people in the gym. Oh. That's the <laughs> difference. I'm those people do not want to be bothered. Mm. I didn't just walk up to this girl and, and offer her my inspiration. Oh. She talked to me for 30 minutes first. Gotcha. So if somebody in the gym, like, you know, I'm talking about older people, they were to come to me and say, hey, uh, excuse me, am I doing this right? And then yes. I... Yes. Okay. So I've got to get the invite first. Right. Okay. Then right. you offer your two cents. Fair enough. All right. That makes sense. You just try to go drop your two cents in a bucket and nobody asks for it. Uh, did you want to, <laughs> excuse me, shut her down before, like as soon as she started? I, I wanted to shut her down when she told me that she was sorry that her hair wasn't done. Because I could already start feeling weirdness and craziness because I'm looking <laughs> at her like, why are you apologizing to me about your hair? I don't care about your hair. But I'm like, okay. And then I'm looking at her. She's already dressed kind of weird. She has on like this silk skirt with this weird type of material like somebody's grandmother would wear. And then she had on Crocs with stockings. So she already looked a little bit kind of weird and off to me. But I'm like, whatever. Maybe she just has her own fashion. And then when she starts talking, I'm like, I think she might be a little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Like no point you thought, maybe I don't let her with a needle touch my daughter. It was too late. The kid already wanted it. It was already over. She'd already put the handcuffs on. <laughs> it was too late. Right. You don't know about this place, Nelson. Well, that's why I avoid Arden Mall. Yeah. I have enough trouble in Arden where I'm at, let alone going into the mall and asking for it. You should embrace stuff like this. Like, hearing that story, I, like, I thought, it, I thought it was different. I thought it was more political, and I thought it, like, that's, and even that stuff. I mean, six years removed, we've kind of become desensitized to everybody speaking their mind, right? And I I have a different way of looking at this type of stuff. I, I, I don't get angry with people. I don't yell at people. I don't think that people should have to change their views because I tell them to. 
I'm in no place to do that, nor is anyone else. But should you do that at work is my question. Like, should you impose your theories and thoughts and your or whatever at work? Well, you've got to look at the person, right? You've got a 22-year-old in an ear-piercing place that's probably, and I'm not saying where she's working, basing this off of, but I'm basing it off of age. Mm-hmm. And she might not know any better. She might think that this is the norm. She, mm-hmm. she, no one's told her. No one's taught her. No one's educated her. Like you always got to think. There's a re, because there is. There's always a reason for something. Sure. Life is a payoff. You mm-hmm. do things for a reason. You eat because you're hungry. You drink because you're thirsty. You breathe because you br- need to breathe. Right. You know there there are things that you have to do. So if you look at this young lady and you go, all right, look, somebody probably hasn't told her that this isn't the right time and place. I mean, times have changed what people do in the workplace. People are quitting on the spot, yelling at people, fighting customers. I mean, the, the the idea of the customer is always right has gone out the window, and the customers ruined that. Right. right. We, that. we ruined the customer is always right yes. because we took it to the next level, and people start fighting back. Right. But people don't care about their jobs. They're, it's not a job to them. It's just a place where they get money. They're two different things. Yeah, and I I get all of that. My whole point was if I if I witnessed her do that to the people before me and then she did it to me, I would think maybe she doesn't know any better. But I feel like she picked and chose who she decided to talk to. And so therefore I think she did know that this might not be a proper conversation. <laughs> I want to go in there and ask for the dirt girl. I want to see if she, she has the same conversation with me. She like probably that, won't. Like, that's her only go-to that makes her feel smart. Yeah. You know, and that could be it, too, right? If you got something, you know, if something you're good at, something you feel like you know something about, you're always going to talk about it because it makes you feel good, makes you feel smart. She didn't explain it as well as even you just did for me to think that she wasn't crazy because I thought she was off her rockers with the way she was explaining it to me. Well, sometimes the craziest people are the most brilliant. I guess so. Oh, <laughs> Dirt, dirt girl's got something. <laughs> You're like, but wait, she's just kind of right. I'm like, well, as what? soon as you start talking, I'm going, oh man, I had this com, I've had this conversation. <laughs> oh man, she's making some sense. That's right. why. That's why I had to start taking black seed oil. I mean, because oh my, my father-in-law was like, you got to take this stuff because that's where the nutrients are to missing the. <laughs> Like, I should get him on and listen listen to him tell that story. You should. That's it's, exactly what I you mean, should do. I mean, it might bore the living you-know-what out of the audience, but it's actually really fascinating if you care to to listen to people. And know about the dirt. And I always say, what, the best talkers are better listeners. Yeah. And you just got to, you know, let them go. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess the As long time. as somebody's – see, here's the big difference. People, let's just call it crazy, right? People can talk crazy, and crazy is something that you didn't see coming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily that uh, you know, what the normal definition of crazy is, but crazy is a conversation you'll have with a stranger that you just didn't see coming. As long as they're not pushing their views on you right. and trying to change you mm-hmm. and telling you how wrong you are, then let the crazy go because you never know you could learn something. <laughs> no, I definitely agree with that. And she wasn't trying to push it on me. She was just telling me what she thought. And then she went on to tell me about she wants to be an herbalist. White girl, black girl? She was black. And the customer before you, white or black? Asian. Asian. So do you why, think it was why just. Why gotta just be white or black? Well, I just, that's what I that's went all, to. I don't have time sees. to name all of the, the it, races. It Asian it's all he sees. You know, I know. That's the black or white. The yeah. point I was trying to make was was the first woman Lives before in a you very black. Oreo world. <laughs> <laughs> I do like Oreo. <laughs> so do you think that maybe she felt like she could uh like have a little camaraderie with you because she was black? 
Probably so. Mm -hmm. But that happens a lot, too, in the workplace amongst same peers. And and sometimes that's not right either. And I have to check people on that when they hit me with the sister. Uh Don't don't do that. Right. You at work. I don't know you. Don't do that. (laughs) No. You at work. Have you gotten sistered here? No, of course not here. But I mean, why not here? (laughs) I don't run into a whole lot of black people here. But there's a few. few, Yeah, we had to pull her black card. (laughs) Oh yeah, 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 we had to. Sorry, she's yeah, she's been denied. One of them is on probation. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) that's no lie. You know that's the truth. And I've checked with my people, and we're willing to accept her for a trial basis. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. It's very trial, though. Very trial. <laughs> you might be getting her back soon, though. Okay. Yeah, we'll see how it works out. <laughs> we'll do the exchange at the line. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> would you not go back because of uh, this woman? Uh, No, I, I will go back. My daughter wants to get another hole put in her ear, so I'll probably go back to that place because for whatever reason she likes it. Can I go? Sure. Oh, yeah, we all have come to along. go. Can, can Nelson go? Yeah. Well, Nelson was supposed to come with us, but he did not. He turned me down. He said his feet was hurting. Listen, supposed to. <laughs> it was like. What are you, 80? No. Hold you on. You can't go somewhere because no. your feet hurt? Hold <laughs> on. <laughs> I want to go to Arkansas. That's what he told me. No. His feet I, were hurting. My feet are getting I'm propped up on my throat pillow. Okay, well, I had just moved all that furniture by myself. One. Two, there was no formal ask. It was well. We're going to the. We're going to go to the mall, and then silence. And then her daughter was like, "I think she wants you to come." And I was like, "I can't come." I got other plans, Maddie. I'd love to come and watch the holes put in your ear, but old Nelson's feet are hurting today. You just had that one in the chamber, didn't you? No. Uh huh. You brought it up. You said, "Oh, I want to go." I'm like, "You were supposed to go. Your feet were supposed to go." Is again a little misleading. No, it's not. Trying to get to the Safeway. Well, but we're about to go to the mall. They wanted me to walk every aisle. <laughs> I said, no, sure, Bob. It's a lot of meat to move around, okay? <laughs> I've informed 98 Rock and the management here. If they want me to do something, they got to give me advanced timing so I can rest my feet. Aftershock, I'll be there. October, see you then. <laughs> but I ain't walking around. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't expect me to walk there. <laughs> Laugh it up, Chuckles. <laughs> Laugh it up. Nelson, you know this is not the first time you told me you couldn't go somewhere with me because your feet hurt. I got and it's sw- not a big deal. I got <laughs> swelling and a bad foot. I won't be in tomorrow. My sciatica's <laughs> acting up. Sciatica. <laughs> Doctor did say I needed a bacchiotomy. I can't <gasps> see the screen because my cataracts. <laughs> I'm going to go wash my teeth. Oh, goodness. Nikki, can you help me in the bathroom? No. <laughs> oh, God. No, I cannot. Can't reach my butt. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you, you know, I got her. That girl put dirt in your mouth. <laughs> no. <laughs> that was deep. So you think uh, the story of the Auburn, former Auburn cheerleader trying to offer husband was uh, was bad. How about one locally here in Elk Grove? 
because this actually happened where they went through with it. No hitman involved, but something else. So we'll tell you that story here in a minute. Hang on. You get a two for today. You had the story earlier of uh, the former Auburn cheerleader that hired a hitman in the Bahamas to kill her estranged husband. Uh, That didn't work out as the Nassau Bahamas police found text messages when they were investigating a break-in, just a random break-in, assuming that the hitman that she tried to hire was some dude that was trying to break into wherever. And uh, her and her lover are now under arrest, her Bahamian lover. Uh, So that one didn't work. Now, she was obviously not on the same page with this guy in Elk Grove here in town because he's arrested for actually killing his wife, and he used fentanyl to do it. Which is crazy. I, I guess I still don't understand it, so eventually we'll have to go to our narcotics ex- expert, okay. Nelson. Yeah, we have one. Uh, so he was uh, arrested. This guy's arrested for, uh, his name is Glennis Smith, and he was arrested, uh, I think, like last week for allegedly killing his wife yep. by poisoning her with fentanyl. Uh, this happened back in January, so there's been some time that, that have been in between. They're trying to figure this all out. Elk Grove police believe this guy intentionally put it in her food. Uh, two days in a row. Two days in a row, mm-hmm. right? So I thought this stuff killed you right out of the gates. Uh, it might have been broken down by her stomach acid, you know, if he didn't put enough in. I know it doesn't take much to kill you, but mm-hmm. if it didn't get into her bloodstream. Yeah, because the first day he did it, she had to go to the hospital, um, of course, so they probably gave her the meds and stuff and flushed mm-hmm. her out. And then she went back home, and then he's poisoning her again that second day. And that day she didn't make it. You've got to have some type of, you know, you got to feel bad a little bit, right? No, he went on vacation after he killed her. He felt no remorse at all. He's posting pictures on Facebook on the beach, and his his caption said he just wanted to live his life happy and in peace. No, like the first time, put yourself in his situation, Nikki D. Like you put, you're putting the fentanyl on the food, right? And you hand it over, and then you walk away. Like enjoy, mm-hmm. I'm out, I'm going to the gym, that kind of thing. And as you're driving, you're going, God, man. Should I have done that? I feel bad. If you see Oppenheimer, the movie, there's a scene in there where, uh, and he, I'm surprised, and I believe the guy that he tried, he was, he wanted to kill, younger in his days in his career, mm-hmm. would have actually changed the whole mass uh, weapons of mass destruction game if he if he went through with it, mm. especially if he would have gotten caught for the murder. Oh, wow. Like, that's if you go see that movie, focus on that and play the what if game and go, because I believe the guy he was trying to kill was the German scientist that was in charge of creating the atomic bomb for Germany. Wow. That they failed to do. Uh, Anyway, so uh, early on in the investigation, officers learned that the victim had been transported to local hospital, like you said, the day before in what was described as an allergic reaction. Is that what happens if you take something like that? Uh, it could be misconstrued because too ma- too much opiates in your system, uh, it stops your breathing. This is scary. And then they probably so didn't test her for it because they weren't looking for her uh-huh. to have fentanyl in her system. So they, prob- so they weren't testing her for that. They assumed it was an anaphylaxis is what I'm guessing. A what? <laughs> like when you're allergic to bees? Uh-huh. Anaphylaxis is where you uh, can't breathe? All right. <laughs> I like that. Nelson is really smart. I keep telling you that. I am the smartest dumb guy you've ever met. Yeah. I always seem to hire him. Uh-huh. You do. <laughs> I think they call that a savant. <laughs> Isn't it weird, Nikki? It is. I say that about every person in that role that I hire. Mm-hmm.
Police say the couple have been married for five years, but were living separately for several months leaving, leading up to her death. Kind of like what I said earlier in that story, right? Uh-huh. Is that you, you, gotta, you have to develop a relationship in order to get to that stage. What I don't understand, though, if you're living separately, you're not going to be able to come feed me anything. I don't want nothing from you because I don't trust you. Hey, honey, I know I haven't seen you in a couple months, but <clears throat> I brought you over some broccoli. Right. <laughs> I'm not eating it. <laughs> Any way that I could feed you a bowl of Captain Crunch? This is powdered broccoli. <laughs> no, I don't just, want it. You know, just felt I, I, I grew some in the back and uh, or I picked some up from the store and I just had some extra. Thought you want some broccoli. <laughs> All right, I'll see you later. All right. I know we're mad Bye. at each other. Bye. Right. right. <laughs> see you in a couple months. Actually, I'll be back tomorrow for more broccoli if, this, if you don't like this broccoli. Right. I got another batch. <laughs> Let me know if you like this broccoli. All right, call me right after you eat it. <laughs> uh, after the Smith Floyd's death, okay, uh, Smith is Glennis Smith. He's the person in question. Uh, the couple's trailer at a self-storage was intentionally set on fire. Police also found that this guy's responsible for that. Mm-hmm. So now he has an arson charge on top of murder. Yeah. You never go fentanyl to fire. Well, at that point. You always go fire to fentanyl. Kind of doesn't matter, right? Right. Sometime after the victim. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. Big deal about the arson stuff. Let's talk about the murder charges. Right. Sometime after the victim passed away, he proceeded to light their travel trailer on fire. Tried to essentially claim it to the insurance. So this was all about money. All about money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So was that, was that all the money? That was, was this woman worth like, what was she worth? That's another thing. They, again, watch the Crazy Bitch Network, the ID channel. What pe- Or American Greed, mm. narrated by the great Stacey Keach. Love him. People will kill and risk spending the rest of their lives in jail mm-hmm. being someone's bitch mm-hmm. for the smallest amount of money. And when I say the smallest amount of money, don't get it twisted. 100K is not a small amount of money. But no. if you compare it to what the repercussions would be, it's not worth it at all. You know, you have to say, okay, a hundred k in my pocket is that what I would pay for the rest of my life being free? Right. Will I make a hundred thousand dollars till the day I die? I'm not sure. I know. In I know in this scenario, one of the things I'm thinking about is he's already a criminal. He was already a criminal, and I don't know if he wooed this woman if she looked at him and liked how he looked and she went with him knowing he was a criminal. But I think she is the one that had the money in their relationship. And that's exactly why he did this just for her money. These are the guys you liked. Mm-hmm. These are not the guys I like. <laughs> no, 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 no. You said that on the show. No, the crime that right? he went down for, I would not date a man who committed that crime. It was a sexual crime. Oh, so yeah, I would not have no. dated him we, at all. That's would. a red flag to the 10th power. You don't date a man that's, been convicted of a sex crime no oh okay so those people don't change you've got standards yes i have standards murder i think you were okay with i did not say say murder yeah but that's a guy who'll make the ultimate sacrifice for you yeah murder is okay for her if memory serves you're okay because see now for those that aren't aware nikki d used to not only did she serve our great military she was in the navy she used to put out fires but she also was a co a corrections officer for quite some time where she was in the jail and had numerous romantic relationships with a man. No, I did not. You better stop saying that for people believe you. Well, did, wasn't there a guy or something no, that no. you had a thing for? No, there's not. Well, no, there was something there. I'm not making this I up. I said that I have dated men that have been to jail, and you took that and went all the way left with it. Oh, okay. Under your care. 
No, I never said under <laughs> my care. I said men that have been to jail. Thank you very much. In my cell blocks. No. Yes. yes. <laughs> That's what my dating app was called. Right. Cell block B. <laughs> Negative. <laughs> so did, but you knew these guys from when you were a CO. No, I knew that they had been to jail. For whatever reason, oh. I knew that they had been to jail, whatever the so you never circumstances were. dated, hooked up with anybody in jail when you were a CO? No. There was not one guy that you showed a little interest in? There were attractive men, yes. Wow, look at that. There's If you're listening in jail right now, there's hope. Like If there's a, if there's a person that you find attractive, male or female, doesn't matter, right? and you're like, there's no way they're going to like me because I'm a criminal and they're not. <laughs> Listen to that. Yeah, There is hope. <laughs> Love after lockup, right? Isn't that the show? That yes. is a show. that It does happen. Sorry, so, nice guys. It so, doesn't get mm-hmm. any better. So that's where you got hooked on... I want the guy that's been in jail. No, I'm not hooked on that. I just happen to encounter and meet men that, for whatever reason, have been to jail. I don't mm. seek them out. I don't be like, oh, let me go on the yellow pages and look for a man in the halfway house. No. I just meet men. Mm. They're they regular smeggler. And then when we have conversations, it's, oh, I've been to jail before. I've been in prison for this. and I've. It just happens. And I, for a while, it happened to me a lot. And I was like, okay, what's going on? Why does every man I meet? Been to jail. Like it's the spider much. web tattoo on his elbow doesn't tip you off? No, everybody has tattoos. Now, you got a whole sleeve. Have you been to prison? Do I have a spider web? But do you have tattoos? I have spider web. That's when all the convicts get the spider web. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that mm-hmm. either. Yeah. How about the red teardrop? I was just going to say. I know what that means. Uh-huh. That means they've killed somebody. I'm definitely not dating somebody you didn't, you, didn't think, you didn't think it was weird before he came over your house, he threw his sneakers up on the telephone line? <laughs> <laughs> That's very weird. <laughs> Every time he came over, he had a new pair of sneakers. Uh-huh. <laughs> God, his neighborhood's changing. Yeah. Might be because I've been dating Chainsaw. Chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> his name's DeAndre, but he wants to go by Chainsaw. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. And can you blame him? It's kind of weird. You know, I, I've never dated somebody, to the best of my knowledge, that has been arrested. I think that would be very exciting. Like, especially for, um, maybe Rachel give me a hall pass on this one. Mm. Dating somebody that's been arrested, I, like some like serious though, like something really serious, especially robbery. So especially if they're like in the news and people know who they are, like what's the girl that we uh, talked to from the Netflix show, Inventing Anna, Anna, um, Delvey, Delvey, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, she's not half bad looking, very odd. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was very sweet when we talked to her. We had the exclusive. We did. You know, we talked to her as soon as she got out of jail, not on this show, mm-hmm. but on the podcast. And so, uh, but like the. You talk about it. How was what was it like? You know, or do you just kind of move on and, and talk? no? You talk about it. Like I've I I know what happened to them in jail. I would know what they went to jail for, um, those sort of things. But the men that I dated that went to prison, they got out and actually like changed their lives. They're not career criminals, so that's what separates them too from others. Is that what they all, that's what they all say? Though. Well, yeah. Well, no, they've actually done it. I, I know both of them still, and they, they have careers, their own businesses. Like, oh. they're doing good things in life. So. Good for them. Yeah. yeah. Why aren't you still with them, though? Because they got thrown back in jail? No, because I helped them, like, better their lives and get back on their feet, and then they, they went with good. other women. Oh, so you're, oh, they cheated on, yeah, cheated on you. Yeah. So you're kind of, you're the you're the wounded bird woman? I'm not wounded. Nothing no, 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 about they me. are. You try to heal the wounded yeah. bird. It's, it's a it's, theory. It's not something I want to do, but it has happened, yes. Yeah, so you be, you're more motherly. You know you know, you know how to change that? I'm a fixer-upper. Yeah, you know how to change that and get out of that rut? Oh, how is that? You get to be a freak. 
Like from the out of the gates, you just got to be a freak. What does that have to do with anything? Because freaks are usually not nurturers. Oh, right. Yep. So men do not associate a freak in the bedroom as somebody that's going to make them breakfast and take care of their boo-boos. Ooh, right. Right. Well, I don't consider myself that either. Like, I'll fix you breakfast here and there, but, but I'm these, not a nurturer. Well, that's what you think, but these men obviously do think that about you if this continues to happen. Mm-hmm. So you have to, right out of the gates, be a freak. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I mean, like, you've got to do some weird stuff. That's what I have to do to not date prisoners? Not my rule. Ugh. Yeah. It's just the world. It's just the world's rule. It's we universe. Got, we got a message on a text machine. Oh, yeah? It says they, they call that Stockholm Syndrome for COs. Right, yeah, uh-huh. Stockholm Syndrome. You know what that is, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I don't think that's what it's called. Rhymes with Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah, we got a lot of work to do with you. With me? Yeah. <laughs> Why do you got to do a lot of work with me? I'm fine. Every every guy listening right now is agreeing with me. He's going, you're absolutely correct. Yep. Guys look for one of two different things at a certain point of their life. You either want the freak or you want the nurture. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're ready to settle down, you want the nurture. Well, I'm past being a freak. What do you mean? Because your age? Yeah, like I've. I've oh no! Yourself. Oh no! Go, way. You're just about to hit your stride. Yeah, when their, hit their peak in their forties. You're just getting the baton, and you're going on the second lap. The, <laughs> the weird stuff starts now. Yeah, weird stuff. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't think I can do anything more weird than what I've already done. Oh, no, 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 no. We can. I mean, we can take some time tomorrow and come yes. up with some ideas for you. <laughs> <laughs> walk you through some of the stuff I've experienced dating after divorce. Yeah, this guy's into all kinds of weird. He sucks toes and I, do. I ain't doing that. Rolls in honey. You don't have to. You just have them done. I don't like people touching my feet. You have to get over that. Yeah, if you want to keep a man, I gotta let him touch my feet. I, it's not again. Not my rules, but I'm assuming. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could. I could tell you for sure, but you know, I'm just. I'm just saying. These new dating rules are tough. Yeah. You want to well, be a dom or you want to be a mom, okay? And then here, you know, then you got the other issue over here with Nelson that he's too much of a freak. Yeah. Yeah, he's beyond freak. I don't even know what he's called. Because the women that, what he really wants is a nurturer. I need a nurturer. And he wants, but he feels like he's got to be a freak because that's what he's good at, mm-hmm. doing oh. weird things to people. Yeah. I mean, he's going to be a news story one day. <laughs> he's going to be in headlines. He won't be here. locked up in his basement. We'll save it to like seven or eight. You get the exclusive, and we we'll get our one phone call, and it's like, Wasser County Jail. We accept a collect call from Nelson Nelson. <laughs> Nelson Nelson. <laughs> yes, I'll accept the charges. You have two minutes. <laughs> hey Bailey, it's Nelson. I was going to tell you I forgot my phone, and that's why I was late. <laughs> Wow, he held on to that one for a couple hours. <laughs> but last night I got arrested. For what? Having sex with a jukebox. <laughs> I just like the feeling when it switches records. You forgot to apologize profusely. I'm sorry, man. I wrote you a letter, though. <laughs> oh, my God. No, we don't have time for that. Oh, All right, second round of headlines. Go I'm going to tell you what animal is being called a fake and why a cop bought a stranger a PlayStation 5. All right, get y'all that here in just a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. If you want to start lining up for those Greta Van Fleet tickets, uh, we'll be giving those out here in about 15 minutes or so. Play a round of order up. So I'm going to need two players. 
It's an August 8th show at the Oakland Arena, 916-909-0985. First come, first serve. All right. Second round of headlines. Big thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air. Goodguysheatingcooling.com. That is the website. Educate yourself about how great the good guys are. Best service, best price guaranteed, and that's no BS. Nikki D, go ahead. Now poor bears are being accused of not being real. H3. Skeptics say its behavior is very human-like. They also point out to be what appears to be a pants-like fold. There's a viral video that's going around the internet that shows this bear in a Chinese zoo standing up on his hind legs, like looking at the people um, who's looking at him in the little enclosure in the zoo. So, of course, people have taken a social media and they're like, that's not a real bear. That's a man in a bear costume. They took me down a whole rabbit hole because I've never heard of a sun bear until yesterday. A what? The bear is called a sun bear. Sun bear. Right. These are the smallest species of bear, and they're called a sun bear because they have this little patch underneath their neck that's brown. Oh, that's Well, cute. they're small, and they have really loose skin. So that was an actual bear. The reason why it looked like the back of when he stood up, it looked like his backside could have been a costume, but it's not. They Their skin rolls up like that to protect them from predators who may be after them because they're so little. Well, look at you. Yeah. Nicely done, because I looked at the first part of that video, and I'm like, there's a dude in that bear suit. <laughs> no. Also, it was like 104 degrees. They said a man could not be in that suit that long without passing out. But you got to admit, it did look like a dude in a bear suit. It did when you first glanced at it. But once I did all the research for sun bears, that is how all of them look. Yeah. But when it sat down, I was like, all right, that's a bear. But when it's standing <laughs> up, like if you if they, if they the internet would have just edited the video to have the, I mean, you really wanted to get troll everybody and get people worked up, you just... Show the point where the bear's standing up. Yes, because it looks very weird. Because no one will be able to deny that does not look like a dude in a bear costume. <laughs> it did. And then you're going like, wow, Chinese zoo, that's actually kind of smart. You know, not that's the problem when you go to any zoo. The when you're going to see a specific animal and the mm-hmm. animals don't come out, and you're like, Come on, dude, cue the lion, man. Right. You know, like have him in a cage and, and spank him or something. Just have him run. <laughs> Just give me a photo op. We were sitting there for 20 minutes. It's hot outside, and you're waiting for the lion, and you can't say, we went to this place. Uh, there's this place in, um, uh, where's Nate live? What's it called? Oh, Playa de Carmen. Playa de Carmen. It's called uh, Escaret. Yep, it's the jungle. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's like an it's amusement park, but it's in mm-hmm. Mexico. It's like in the jungle and stuff. It's really, really neat. And, no, maybe we went to a different, I think we might have. No, it was there because they have deer in their little exhibit, too, as an animal. <laughs> no, we, we went to one that, that had a jaguar and something else. They had that there, too. Okay, so I'm talking about the same mm-hmm. place. And you walk in, and it's just like this beautiful enclosure. Right? It's not like a normal zoo. It's, it's mm-hmm. almost like you're outside. Yeah. And you're, okay. wa- and you're walking through the enclosure. It's really, really cool, really beautiful. Mm-hmm. And they have one jaguar. In this whole thing, and you have to find it. <laughs> and of course, you got to stay on the path. And the jaguars, you know, you can't get you or anything. But you're spending like almost an hour. We looked around for this damn thing forever. Then finally, like somebody on the other side goes, "There it is!" And then you walk over, and the damn thing's snoozing under under a bush. You can barely see it. So you got to have the cue the animal. Well, sometimes- you got to have the animal that's like, "All right, it's time for you to go, Peggy." Right. 
when we went to the zoo, there was this humongous rhino playing with a cone. That is the most active I've ever seen an animal at the zoo. And he played with this cone. I stood there for 10 minutes, and when I walked away, he was still playing. Kind of fun, huh? Oh, that was. It was cool looking. I got a lot of footage. Oh, you were there? You saw the rhino? Yeah, it was at the San Francisco Zoo. Oh, that's the His one. His feet was hurting when we were done, though. I couldn't stand wow. and see the rhino play too long. <laughs> I remember when I was the rhino's age, I could play with balls all the time. <laughs> but now my feet... Next time, I'm going to get somebody to wheel me around to San Francisco. She Hill. wouldn't do it. <laughs> I asked her to. My favorite car is to get on the little scooters. <laughs> Need an ice cream. I took him on a train ride to give his feet a break. Don't forget my pills. <laughs> That's no lie. It's almost noon. That's no lie. <laughs> <laughs> get me my sweater. I'm, I'm cold. 110 degrees. I know. My blood's thin. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Grandpa Nelson. Have a good day. All right. uh, Next story. A false police report led to a true bonding moment. H4. I didn't do any of this to end up on the news or anything. I I was just going to try to help him out and reach his goal and let him understand that if you work hard and you're honest and, you know, good things will come to you. This is my good guy story of the day. Uh, police officers oftentimes, especially in the climate we're in now, they get a bad rap. And this is a case that just warmed my heart as soon as I saw it. This took place in a town called Hapeville in Atlanta. And this is according to WSB-TV. Um, this cop got a call that said somebody was trespassing in a neighborhood. So he had been on the force a few years. He understood that sometimes when you're called out to these cases, things appear to be one way and they're not. So he goes out, see what's going on. He finds this kid who's cutting somebody's lawn. After talking to the kid, he learns that he was hired to cut this person's lawn. The people who called and said he was trespassing, which is not aware, a.k.a. nosy neighbors. And the little boy starts telling the cop how he's just trying to get some extra money to buy his a brother's and sister's school clothes, and he wants to get himself a PS5. Well, the cop left, and he just kind of, I guess, pulled on his heartstrings. Two days later, he pulls up to the kid's house, pops his trunk, and he gives him a PS5. Well, we hmm. both know what was happening. There's some spice all this black kid walking around the neighborhood, and they're just oh, absolutely. going door to door, you know, and then that's just the world we live in. And mm-hmm. this, you know, it's unfortunate because that's the way that we did it, right? We needed yeah. we needed some money. We'd go door to door and cut grass. Say, hey, look, do you need any work done? I'm just and, and be honest. Look, I'm trying to. I, mean, I remember as a kid going door to door, asking for money for little league baseball, for how far I could throw a baseball. You had to, you know, sponsor every foot or every yard or whatever it was, and then that money goes to charity or to help you know pay the for baseball team. Uni- right. uniforms yep. or, or whatever the case may be. But you know, my mom would say, hey, just go, you know, just go. Knock on doors. Go knock on doors. And, you know, and I'm, I'm a little white kid in, in a different type mm-hmm. of neighborhood, so it's a little bit different. But uh, it, it's it's sad because this kid has the right idea. He was yep. raised right. Mm-hmm. And his parents said, hey, if you want this, you got to go out and earn it. So he just did the best that he could, and then he was kind of profiled like that. It's pretty Definitely. sad. Mm-hmm. You know, but it was, it's nice of the cop to do it. It was very and nice I, of the cop. And I like to see news, because I saw that story as well uh, on a national level, pick stories like that up mm-hmm. because the cops get so much – all as you see is the cops doing things wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that, you know, bad apple that every company business job has. Mm-hmm. That's all you ever see. You know, cop making mistake, cop screwing up, bad cop just period at the end of story. They yep. exist. They'll always exist. They're not going to be perfect. Nobody is. 
not giving an excuse for some of the horrible things that we've seen from people in law enforcement, but you know what I'm saying. It's good to see those stories. That's what I say. That the news actually picks up. Mm-hmm. You know? he should. I know he doesn't want the recognition, but he should be recognized for the good that he did versus all the bad that we're seeing. Because there's a lot of good stuff cops do, and it goes unrecognized. Yep. Lots yeah. of good stuff. All right. All right. You ready? Order up. I'm ready. All mm-hmm. right. Here's how the game works. I need two players. You're going to listen to a piece of audio. In that piece of audio, there are three pieces of audio labeled A, B, and C. They're all under a category, which I will tell you the category. You just then have to order them up, oldest to newest. Identify the audio, then order them up, like TV, movies, history, whatnot. Nikki D will help both players out. Uh, So if you want in, Greta Van Fleet, Starcatcher World Tour. That's August 8th at the Oakland Arena. This will also include Surf Curse, Mount Joy, and Black Honey. So you got lots of bands uh, to kick around there. Oakland Arena, August 8th. 916-909-0985. Start lining up. 916-909-0985. We'll do order up here next. Hang on. They can't spell the word chronological, but they're pretty sure it means to put stuff in order according to year. They're not in the right order. Get this in order. Think you can do that? Let's find out, because it's time to play Order Up. Thanks for being here. It's the BS. Hope uh, your day's going all right. So far, so good. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There is Nelson. We've got Greta Van Fleet Passes. I don't know. Every time I say that band's name, I feel like I have to stretch it. Yeah, I think you are saying it weird. It doesn't. It sound weird. It's just Greta Van Fleet. Right, but I'm saying Greta Van, Van Fleet. Greta Van Fleet. Grand Fleet. WNBC. Mm-hmm. That's not it. That's not it. Jason and Sack, how are we today, my friend? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. Great. It, say Greta Van. Say Greta Van Fleet. Greta Van Fleet. Okay, so he says it like I said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Joe and Sack, my friend, how are you? Great, you guys? Good. You say Greta Van Fleet. Greta Van Fleet. Okay, he says it like Nelson. Jason, J- J- Jason, stick together. Y'all do. Yeah. <laughs> Again, Jason, say it. Greta Van Fleet. See how he drags the van? Mm-hmm. Drags the van. <laughs> I think that's how you're supposed to say it. I don't any, believe that's accurate. Any, anyway, we got tickets for Greta Van Fleet mm-hmm. uh, at the Oakland Arena, <laughs> August 8th. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, here's how the game works. It's called Order Up. Uh, get a piece of audio. In that piece of audio, there's three pieces of audio. Not to make it too complicated. They're all labeled A, B, and C. Okay? Under a topic, a category that I'll tell you before you hear the audio. After it's done, you just have to, with the help from Nikki D, both of you get the help of Nikki D, have to order them up oldest to newest. Oldest to newest. Jason, do you understand? Yes, sir. Joseph, do you understand? Copy that. Excellent. And I'm going to need your help, guys, so make sure y'all listen up. Yeah, FYI, if you haven't heard this game, if you're new to this show, she sucks at this. <laughs> <laughs> but I get them right. Like she, Yeah, she gets them right, but she's not very good at, uh, right. yeah, anyway, okay. <laughs> so the first one, Jason, is for you. It is ballots. These are ballots. Mm-hmm. All right, good. A1.
it. Here we go. Jason, Nikki D, order them up. Ballots. 60 seconds. All right, Jason, um, what did you get for A? I got sometimes I'm was, all alone. That was Guns N' Roses was A. Oh, Guns N' Roses, boom. November right. Rain, I think, but I could not be too sure. But I know that was Guns N' Roses. B was Poison, I think, right? Um, I didn't get B at all. I didn't really hear enough <laughs> of it to know. He didn't give me enough materials there. I know, um, I know C, C has to be the Don't want the world to see me. The, yeah, so it's either A, B, C, or B, A, C. I don't know what came out first, Guns N' Roses or Poison, but I'd probably go A, B, C if it was my guess. A, B, C. It is. it is your guess. <laughs> uh, okay, we'll go with your guess. We'll go A, B, C. Are you sure, Nikki? You sure don't want to add anything more? You kind of roll a light on your well, help there. Well, because I didn't, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't get B. He's saying it's Poison. I don't know what song from Poison, oh, but um, light your tongue. Every rose has its thorn. Oh, that's what that was. See, he didn't play I'm the right sure. part. If he would have played the chorus, I would have known that. Good. You got to okay. play the name of Every the song to make it real easy. Got born. it. Boom. Okay, I got it. She that wouldn't poison. get it done anyway. So right. I think Guns N' Roses is older. You're right. So I would say ABC. All right. ABC, that's what you're going with, Jason? Yes, sir. I think so. All right. Nicely done. That's wrong. Oh. Okay. Okay. Joe for the steal. Joe, we got to switch up the A and the B. So we got to do BAC. Because C definitely is the new one. And not CBA? No, because... I don't want the world to see me because I don't think I understand. That is definitely the newest. So it's it's BAC. I will follow your lead, BAC. Why would you do that? It's in parentheses. Uh, Yeah, a lot of parentheses. (laughs) Yeah, that that last time. Okay, what are you going with, Joe? BAC? Yep. Because Nikki D said so, right? Yep. Correct. You sure you want to stick with that? Yep. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Is it right? Yeah. See, I knew C was the newest without a shadow of a doubt. This, this game makes the show sound so dumb. <laughs> I swear Great to God. Great entertainment. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. You just made my day, dude. Right. Thank you. That's very sweet. Uh, so B, 1988, uh, one of the greatest rock bands of all time, in my opinion, that is Poison, Every Rose Has Its Thorn. He didn't play the right part. Uh, a is Guns N' Roses, uh, November Rain, 91. That came off the Use Your Illusion albums. Okay. Uh, not Appetite. And then Goo Goo Dolls, Iris, City of Angels soundtrack, Ooh. 1998, Johnny love Resnick. That song. Yes, there we go. One of the best sappy love songs of all time. Yes. Of all time. All right. Uh, Joe, the board is yours, so you can take a big old fat juicy lead here. Next category, car movies. We're getting very specific oh, now with the categories. Mm-hmm. Car right. movies. Here like we go. Two of them. B1. Hey. Dog, put the gun down now. Move your car. No, put it down now. No more running. I'm not running. We're going to have to go old school. A day to shop, a day to prep. Surprise attack. Nice. A little trick I learned in the car thief retirement home. No, he didn't slam you. He didn't bump you. He didn't nudge you. He rubbed you. And rubbing son is racing. Yes, sir, it is. <laughs> All right, car movies, 60 seconds. Joe, Nikki D. All right, so I only know a couple car movies. So this is what I came up with. You ready? A, ready. I said is the Fast and Furious. Did you agree with that? Yes. B, I said gone in 60 seconds. Did you say it at another point in time, or are you saying it now? That's what I'm saying right now. That's what I wrote down. And then C, I said, dude, where's my car? 
No, she's Talladega Nights. Oh, Talladega Nights. Okay, see, you know that. Both are killing it. Talladega Nights. All right, so out of this lineup, I think Gone in 60 Seconds came first because I just remember watching that a long time ago. So I think it's... I think it's ABC. C came last. There you go. Talladega Nights came after Fast and the Furious? Yes. Okay, well, it's your call. We'll go with ABC. I, w- I wouldn't think that. I would think it's B C A is what I think. There you go. All right. All right, but well, we can go with you, ABC. All right, need an answer. ABC. ABC. Going with your gut. That's how you do it, Jill. That's wrong. Oh. All right, Jason for the steal and control of the board. All right. Um, what did you say they were, Nikki? Did you say BCA? I said BCA. Mm. I'm going to roll with that. You sure? I like that. Yeah. Yep, let's do it. BCA. I you, think Fast and the Furious is the newest. And you agree with all of her movie titles too, right? Uh, I don't really know many car movies, so I'm just going to roll with it. Yeah, okay. sure. Well, they're not just car <laughs> movies. They're also blockbuster movies that starred some of the biggest actors in Hollywood. Well, right. If you want to go only that. Only thing that I, I don't, I'm not sure about was C. I thought it was Dude, Where's My Car? He said it was Talladega Nights. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. BCA, is that what you're going with? Yep. Yeah, that's wrong. What? Yeah. A lot of furious people right now in the cars. Oh, man. Uh, Days of Thunder, 1990. Which is the most iconic line from the movie I gave you. Right. I've never seen that. Ed Harris and Robin is racing. So right. Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. Mm-hmm. Gone in 60 seconds. 2000. <laughs> Nick Cage. Eleanor. Yeah. And The Fast and the Furious. That is 2001. Actually, Arthur Duvall. I'm, I miss, or it's Robert Duvall. Duvall. Robert Duvall. And Robert Duvall is in both Gone in 60 Seconds and In Days of Thunder. I stand corrected. Excuse me. I Nelson apologize. is right. Robert Duvall. Mm-hmm. Anyway. See, if Arthur we had Duvall. C right, we probably could have got it. Well, you thought it was Teledega Nights, but then you're like, you thought Teledega no, Nights was, was old. Where's my car? Starring Ashton Kutcher and Sean William Scott. <laughs> you can tell the difference between Dude, Where's My Car and Days of Thunder. It's Days of Thunder. <laughs> I've never seen it. All right. So nobody gets a point there, but Jason, the board is yours. The next category is sitcoms. Uh, all right. Sitcoms. Here we go. Listen up. C1. Hey. I'm Tony Masselli. I'm here about the job. Oh, I'm sorry. There must be a mistake. This job is for a housekeeper. That's me, Mr. Goodmark. B. I got two words for you. I'm staying right here. That's four words. Oh, is it? Then I got another four words. Screw you. Oh, that's two words. Uh, Arthur, maybe you should stop saying in advance how many words you have. Yeah. All right, we're looking for the debut mm-hmm. of these shows. The debut of these shows. Sitcoms, Jason, Nikki D, order them up. All right, Jason, <laughs> did you catch those? <laughs> no, I'm going to need some help with this one. <laughs> oh, we are. All right. So A was the only one I'm sure about, which was Who's the Boss? Because he said the name Tony, and I used to watch Who's the Boss. B, I think, was that 70s show. I'm just taking an educated guess. And then C sounded like it was Seinfeld to me. Mm. Do you agree with those? Yeah. Can you not use educated before you say guess? Why can't I? Yeah. It's my educated guess. That's what I said. It's my educated guess. What school is this? Don't worry about the school. <laughs> Don't worry about it, sweetheart. All right. A sweetheart. So the oldest is who's the boss for sure. 
mm-hmm. and then Seinfeld, and then that '70s show. So I'm gonna say A C B. That's what I'm going. A C B. Yeah. 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 All right. You agree? I like it. Let's okay. go with it. A C B. A C B. A C B. That's yep. what you got, old honey boobs. Yep. All right. You're gonna call me sweetheart. I want to call you honey boobs. A C B. Are you sure? I mean, I mean, you said educated guess. I don't want you to look silly. No, that's what I got from what I wrote down. Jason, you want to stick with that? Yes. You sure? Yes. That's correct. <laughs> oh, oh, you trying to trick me? No, he's just upset. Trying to trick me. He's upset that you got oh, it. Oh, 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 oh. Try to trick me. Like, am I just right here? I know I'm not supposed to ask in the middle of the game, but like, is this where Nelson was being too cool for school or were those good? No, they were great. Okay, thank yeah, you. No, no, you're like, fine. All right. You know I'd tell you. Yeah. No. Who's okay. the boss? Great show. Debuted uh, nineteen eighty four. Nineteen eighty. Yeah. Out of out of all the other. Out of who's all the, the boss? I, I was worried about that one. Everybody loves Raymond. Debuted in ninety six. Oh, it's and got Ray Brown's voice in it. King of Queens debuted in ninety eight. Kevin James. Yeah. And Leah Remini. 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 Never guessed Remini. either of those. <laughs> all right. It's tied up one apiece. Joe, the board is yours. So we're kind of back to the start. Uh, the next category here for order up is famous trials. Ooh, what a good category! <laughs> famous <laughs> trials. You don't want to move on. Oh, <laughs> Skip <God>. this one. <laughs> Some more educated guesses. <laughs> <I just remember. laughs> With a parenthesis around G E D. Okay, here we go. D one. It's Beverly Hills, it's the movie business, it's kids killing their parents. What possessed those two handsome young men? Can he get a fair trial in any court of law? He's a homicidal maniac. He chose to go with his mistress. What the press's responsibility is in in a case like the Scott Peterson case. Charming looking, (laughs) articulate, smiling. It was not the portrait of what most people expected a serial killer to look like oh this uh, i'll tell you minus the middle one this is pretty tough uh, okay well yeah this this is this is gonna be tough i feel like the first one was pretty easy the if first you really one was listen. easy the all first right. one was easy all right go ahead joe nikki all right so joe the first one is those two brothers that killed they they parents um right were they the menendez brothers that's it them I wrote down the brothers. I couldn't think of the first name. Menendez yes. brothers. Boom. Well, you get and brothers, then... but not Menendez. I see. <laughs> <laughs> B was Scott Peterson. Correct. And C was Jeffrey Dahmer. Nailed it. Yep. All right. So I know that Dahmer was first. So I'm going to say C. Does then... he own a Jamba Juice? Jamba. 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 <laughs> I said Dahmer. I imagine if he did. Dahmer's first. I'm going to say C. And then the Mendez brothers. A and Scott Peterson is the most recent, so we're gonna say Cab C A B. I agree with you on that. Yeah. Really? Roll it. Roll it. <laughs> Roll, Roll the tape. Footage. Are you serious? You want to agree with that? Yeah, we got this one down. Yes, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 yeah that's right. Woo-hoo-hoo! Let's go. <laughs> There's got to be something mm-hmm. wrong with mm-hmm. this game. Mm-hmm. There has mm-hmm. got to be mm-hmm. something wrong with this game. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> Dancing. C is Ted Bundy, not Jeffrey Dahmer. Well, he said a charming serial killer. That could have been anybody. Yeah, but Dahmer wasn't charming. Dahmer was weird. Yeah, Dahmer was not a charmer. He had to be charming for them men to go back with him, okay? No, he was just gay. Well, yeah, whatever. and like back then, you were just kind of getting what you uh, I, I went with the serial killer, I thought. Okay? 1979. Menendez Brothers, you nailed that one. 93. 
And then Scott Peterson probably had a lot to do with the clip saying, <laughs> Scott Peterson, Scott Peterson, 2004. Take what I can get. I'll take what I can I get. I felt like I had to leave that in. Oh, that's fine. Okay. Take what I can get in this game. All right, so Joe 2, Jason 1. Jason, the board is yours. Here's the thing because of time. You've got to get this one. If you get it, it's all tied up, and then we'll go to Joe quickly to see who's going to win. Inventions, the next category. Inventions. Here we go. E1. And then there was a huge publicity outcry last year when TV Guide tacked Oprah Winfrey's head onto Anne Margaret's body. Russell Brown is a senior art director of Adobe Systems, a computer software. Proved a new antidepressant, and Prozac hit the American market. Advertising and word of mouth helped boost the drug's reputation, and Prozac became the it drug. <laughs> you didn't see this one coming. I know I didn't. Inventions. Uh, all right, so go ahead. You got to get this one, Jason. If not, Joe's going to win. What do you guys got? All right, so A was an Oprah scandal. Did oh. my person hang up? Joe hung up, and Joe's in the lead. Uh-oh. Well, oh, go Joe ahead. We'll see if Joe calls back. back. If, Jason, you might win by default. <laughs> A, I have, a, sounds like some type of Oprah scandal was going down. I don't know what invention that would be. Did, did you catch that? Mm-hmm. No? Uh-uh, that's kind of what I got out of it, too. I don't, yeah. clip don't sound so stupid now, does it? And then B, <laughs> they said cherry Coca-Cola. I guess that was the invention of Coke or the flavor of cherry Coke. I don't mm-hmm. know. And then C was Prozac. So I'm going to assume that's mm-hmm. the invention of Prozac. All right. This is uh-huh. big. Uh big all right so i got you joe by the way you're back on because coke is so old i'm just gonna go with coke being the oldest b and then maybe prozac's older than oprah so i'm gonna say c a i'm gonna say b c a mm. you think coke's older than prozac <laughs> well, i mean yeah. cherry coke because uh, coke is um, old but i mean whatever yeah, you're good coke i'm just old. guessing you know Do you what? think We're Prozac's uh, older? You because you're, yeah, no, let's go with uh, what uh, you said first. You, you, you're going to go with the person that said that Oprah was invented. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just checking to make sure we're all on the same page. I am. The yep. invention of Oprah. We're, okay. We're going to go with it. We just said it was the Oprah scandal. We don't know what was invented from it. The Oprah scandal invention. <laughs> <laughs> she was inventing transistor radios <laughs> in her basement illegally, patent pending. BCA? We BCA. Yeah. Sticking with that, yeah? Yeah, yeah. God, I hate this if you get it wrong. Sure, you don't want to change it? I'm sure. Yeah, that's right. Hates it if you get it right. <laughs> right. Real quick, let's discuss. <laughs> Cherry Coke, nicely done, 85. Prozac, 87. Very good. Mm-hmm. Photoshop. So close to Oprah. <laughs> 1990. The giveaway was Adobe. You heard Adobe. In there. Right. Adobe so makes... Oprah brought about the Photoshop. Absolutely, yes. I never knew that. Me neither did anyone else. No. Like, what clip did you listen to? <laughs> <laughs> like, where did that come from? <laughs> and why do you still think that Oprah brought about Photoshop? Because that's what it said in the clip. That Oprah's face was put on something. Yeah, but she didn't make Photoshop. <laughs> she Whatever. was just one of the first victims of Photoshop. Okay. No, she invented it. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> Stedman runs Adobe. I'm going to pass out. <laughs> and her friend that's horrible in a microphone, she works there too. <laughs> okay, so here's for the win. Joe, it's all up to you. Let's do this. Soundtrack songs. Oh, God, Joe. Listen hard. Is the category. You get this right, you got the Greta Van Fleet tickets. Here we go. F1. All right, big one here. 60 seconds for the win. Soundtrack songs. Joe, Nikki D, order them up. Joe, for A, I couldn't I couldn't catch the beat good. But it's who? It's Phil Collins? Yeah. I thought it was that Party no. Fiesta song. Is that what it is? Party Fiesta. That's what I thought it was. No. That's not it? All right, well, I'm going to go no. with you then. Phil Collins. And then B, Heaven Holds a Place, Hey, Hey, Hey. You know who sings that? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know who sings it, but it's it's after A. It's after A? Okay, and then C was Lady Marmalade. Oh, no, no. Yeah, I think B, C, A. B, okay, so Heaven Holds a Place is the oldest. No, it can't It can't be C got to be the, the newest because that's Lady Marmalade. And if you're saying A is Phil Collins, then oh, it got to be B, A, C. I meant B, A, C. Yeah, yeah C's the newest. C's the newest. Okay, B, A, C. Really? Yeah, that's what me and my partner just came up with. Okay. <sighs> Joe. Uh, all right, BAC, and you want to lock that in, you do it, and it's it's done, and then we got to move on. Yes. Okay, BAC. Oh, God. That's correct. Oh, let's go, Joe. Oh, I, I oh, mean, oh, 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 oh. Jason, oh, oh, oh. I apologize. You had to go through this. <laughs> I really do. I mean, that was absolutely No, horrible. you're all good. All right, dude. Thank you, guys. Thank you, sir. Have a good one. You too. See, here's the song, ain't it? Party, fiesta. This is the song you thought it was, but that is not the song. Okay, let's talk for a second real quick, then we'll wrap this up. B, Mrs. <laughs> Robinson from The Graduate, 1967, Simon and Garfunkel. Mm. Say Anything, In Your Eyes, Peter Gabriel, not Phil Collins, but they're very good friends and used to play together. What's <laughs> <laughs> oh, Phil Collins? We got it in the right order. <laughs> 1989. <laughs> We got Lady Marmalade, right? And Lady Marmalade from the Moulin Rouge, uh, from the Smucker's biopic. <laughs> <laughs> Greta Van Fleet got a pair of passes. Joke, uh, congratulations! Enjoy the show, August eighth, the Oakland Arena. Okay. Thank you. I'm going to take my daughter. Appreciate. Excellent. Let's go, be Joe. A girl, be a girl, Dad. We're good people. All right. Hang mm, on. Mm, mm. I hate that game. That. I, I, I love it, but I hate it. You know, I uh-huh. like the bit. I like the idea. Yeah. I've always liked it. I've been doing it for a minute uh, as far as this game goes. I hate that she gets them right, but she has no idea what she's talking about. No. But that's not the name of the game. The name of the game is Order It Up. You are correct. I am not. And I'm ordering it up, baby. Yes, you are, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Couple deaths yesterday. One out shines or shadows, I should say, the other. That's just how it works. Uh, and everybody is very, very upset about the death of one Pee Wee Herman. Hmm. 
but I don't know if everybody knows who Pee Wee Herman really was. And what do you know him from? I know my generation and what we know him from, mm-hmm. but I don't know what the younger generation knows him from, nor or do they care. We'll have that conversation here in a minute. Hey, fuck. Pee Wee Herman, at the age of 70 years old, has died of cancer. He, like some others here recently, like Norm MacDonald, uh, have chosen to stay out of the public spotlight while they battle with cancer, which I actually find for some reason, really commendable. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I just think that's like a cool move. Because everything with celebrities seems to be made public and it leaks. So to be able to have something that's actually a secret is like kind of an allure, I think. Uh, so he made a, uh, Paul Rubens, a.k.a. Pee Wee Herman, had a statement prepared actually apologizing. Says, please accept my apology for not going public with what I've been facing for the last six years. I've always felt a huge amount of love and respect for my friends, fans, and supporters. I've loved you so much and enjoyed making art for you. Uh, a couple of things that I didn't realize uh, that he actually developed the Pee Wee Herman character when he was with the Groundlings comedy troupe. I didn't know he was with the Groundlings. I didn't know he was a Groundling either. And I, in the seventies, and then he just <laughs> yeah turned that into a stage show, kind of like Chris <laughs> Farley's Down by the River character. Uh-huh. That was developed at Second City. Really? Yeah, he was doing that at Second City before no he took idea. it to SNL. Uh, then the classic Saturday morning kids show, Pee Wee's Playhouse, that actually uh, came. So that came in '86 to '91 on CBS, and then Pee Wee's Big Adventure, which is directed by Tim Burton, that was in '85. So I guess that, I didn't realize it was a Burton fi- film. But that was before the TV show, and I didn't realize that either. And then there was Pee Wee's Big Top, which you know flopped. And that was yes. 1988. So that's you know, and then he you know he did. Okay, so there, then there's a piece in between there, which we'll get to here in just a second. But I thought he was very good in Blow. Uh, I don't oh, remember yep. him in Batman Returns, which is another Tim Burton film. He was in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, uh, and he was in Mystery Men. I remember him in Mystery Men. He was really good in Mystery Men. I don't remember him in any of those things. I only know him from Pee-wee's Playhouse. Okay, so that's what you. That's how you know him. Yeah, and the Pee-wee's Big Adventure was the first time I saw him, and then Pee-wee's Playhouse. Okay, so the... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I know. What am I? I know you are, but what am I? What do you mean this? You're crazy. I know you are, but what am I? You're a nerd. I know you, you are, but what am I? You're an idiot. <laughs> I know you are, but what am I? For those under the age of thirty, that was entertainment to us. Uh huh. Was that was everybody going around mimicking Pee Wee Herman? Yep. Doing the uh, tequila dance, doing everything because it, it was it was a thing. It was it was a thing. I just found out that that tequila dance is a, a band. I've always made that. That was the Pee Wee Herman song and dance. I didn't know it came from an actual band. Lowrider? Right? That's Lowrider, right? No, it's tequila. Or it's tequila. It's literally called tequila, yeah. Yeah. You didn't know that was a song before? Nope. You just thought Pee Wee made it up? I did. Yeah. Uh, what about the stars at night are big and bright? Deep I in know. the heart of Texas. <laughs> I know he didn't make that up. I told you I was here. <laughs> the Alamo. Right, I've so, always wanted to ride a train because of him. So here's the thing about Pee Wee Herman, Paul Rubens, is to the best of my knowledge, Paul Rubens, like I just remember him being able to save his career <laughs> because he had two different instances where he got arrested. Uh, I remember the first one very, very well in 1991 because I was living in Sarasota, Florida at that time, and I would drive past that adult movie theater all the time. 
there was a joke about that movie theater uh, because it was sandwiched between a Red Lobster and like an Amish type style restaurant. And we would say, anybody want to go have dinner in a movie? <laughs> and it was right next to what is, well, it was once called the Golfgate Mall. It's no longer that anymore. But uh, so, you know, living there, seeing that, being there at that time, it was it was kind of freaky. You're like, what was he doing in there? Well, he got arrested, you know, touching himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a porn theater. And it was. <laughs> but on. what do you do at a porn theater there? You watch the porn. You, you, well, I mean. Oh, come on. I mean, it's a theater come for on, porn. Come on, man. What do you expect people to do? In fact, a lot of the times I would see the joke that. Uh, like, I'd be more concerned if he didn't when he went in there. Because who just goes down and sits and watches an entire porno? Exactly. That makes all the sense. You know what I mean? All the sense so you're the saying world. that everybody that goes into a, a a theater like that, a theater like that, pleasures themselves. Absolutely sure. they do. Then what's the point of you going? So so here was, it was a triple bill. He watched Catalina 5-0, Tiger Shark, Nurse Nancy, and Turn Up the Heat. So he I guess that would be four. There's four movies. I don't know why it says triple bill, but it was a four four movie spot. Okay, so that was that, and then you know, obviously, that put a, a hit on his career. Mm-hmm. You know, this is right after the height of his career. You know, because Pee Wee's Playhouse, you know, got canned, and he lost a lot of sponsorship, like Toys R Us. They got rid of his doll oh, yeah. and stuff. I mean, this just destroyed him. Uh-huh. So you're like, okay, well, this guy's done because of that. I mean, nowadays, if that were to happen to somebody, I think they would get a pass. Yeah. They right. absolutely would. I mean, go, go ahead. ahead. Well, I was going to say, is this different if it's happening while his stage show is going on? Because Pee Wee's Playhouse, the stage show, is an adult show. It is oh, not for kids. For kids. Okay. It's adult comedy that he founded. And then they turned him, because he was so much of a gimmick, they turned him into a kid's show. If he were strictly an adult-oriented guy, that would have passed, I should say. I should. I need to go back. I need to uh-huh. But because he catered to kids, you can't do that. Exactly. I mean, that's I mean, that's what cost him everything. Nonetheless, yeah. it's bad either way. I mean, I'm not trying to condone this, but right. it, it was just, you know, you kind of people outweigh. I mean, look what's going on in the world today. People are accused and pretty much convicted of certain things. They're like, eh, I don't know about all that. So he disappears for a while. He comes back. He has some smaller parts. Like I said, Batman Returns, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, uh, Blow, Mystery Men, those kinds of things. In 2002... He got popped again. Uh, so if you remember the principal from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, he's a piece of trash. Jeffrey Jones. <laughs> yes. Okay. So he got popped, I think, numerous times for child pornography. Yes, he did. He's okay. a piece of trash. So in November of 20, uh, 2002, while filming uh, a video for Elton John's The Train Don't Stop There Anymore, Paul Rubens learned that the police were at his house with a search warrant. Acting on a tip from a witness in the case, the pornography case against Jeffrey Jones, finding among over 70,000 items of kitsch memorabilia, very important to remember that, two grainy videotapes, dozens of photographs that the city attorney's office characterized as a collection of child pornography. Kelly Bush, Ruben's personal representative at the time, said the description of the items were inaccurate and claimed the objects were Rob Lowe's sex videotape. Which, if you don't remember or don't know, Rob Lowe had sex with an underage girl. He was the first. Oh, right. That got popped for that, right? I forgot about that. You have a sex tape released, and he survived that. So, Well, because it was back then. There's no way he survived 2023 with that. And a few 30 to 100-year-old kitsch collectible images. So kitsch memorabilia or kitsch artwork 
is like the dogs playing poker. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a term that's applied to art and design that is perceived uh, perceived as like naive imitation. Uh-huh. You know, it's overly eccentric. Uh, so that's what he claims he had, which then would have child pornography, which the real world looks at and goes, I don't care if it's artwork or not. You can't have that. Right. Absolutely. So oh, I didn't know. he actually he actually pled guilty to misdemeanor child pornography charge. Oh, that misdemeanor possession peely. of obscene material improperly depicting a child under the age of 18 in sexual con- uh, conduct. Oh, so I don't care. Peely? I don't care what it is. Damn. But if that's you know if that's what he got popped for, you know the and, dude's a pedophile. And he knowingly had it. Son of a gun. So, I've never heard that. I knew about the movie theater. So thing. some could make the argument, you know, and then it's like, you know, you see, like somebody dies at 70, they do the thing, and like right now the internet full of, you know, comedians and people that knew him, they're mourning his death and stuff like that. But I, like, I, if you were popped for that, I don't know how you could sit there, but I guess you're going to have a different story. You're going to think, you're going to believe him and say, dude, it was this, you know, like I just took the plea deal because of, you know, that kind of thing. Because oh. the argument could be made that... Maybe you have an old photograph of when you were younger. Mm-hmm. No harm, no foul. That you took with them? No, 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 not with him. But I'm saying you personally have an old photograph of somebody underage when you were underage. Right, oh, like yes. a Polaroid. Yes. And you still have that photograph. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get rid of that and then the cops go in there into your house and they find it. You're then popped for child porn. But I mean, then we all could be popped for that because I know almost every person has that photo album with you and somebody naked in a little tin can. You know? I know I do. Yeah, I wasn't, Wait, I was, naked? What? How naked? Like as a little kid and naked in the tub? Yeah, or naked, our like... grand, my grandmother put me yeah, and every and one not... of my cousins in a tin in a tin tub and photographed us nude. He's and not, we have those. He's not talking about cute little photo of. He talking about what in, he just said. No, he said in sexual congress. He's talking about like you got a Polaroid of your girlfriend and you both were seventeen. No, I don't. That's not what I just got and from what he you said. Tell which one were you talking about? I was more talking about what Nikki was saying. Yeah, a, it, a picture of I you being you young and naked. No, no, no. I, 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 I feel like you just turned on me. No, no, oh, no. my gosh. You just hung me out to <laughs> dry. I just listened to what he said. It's, it was, I, I, I'm not defending the, I, I don't care either way. I do care right, as right. far as, you know, the charges, but you, there's always that gray area, right? And Absolutely. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. But either way, you got convicted of it, you pled guilty, you still had it. In my eyes, you're bad. Well, I thought about this. I thought about this, too, then. It, well, I took a picture of a rash that Penelope had one time and sent it to my wife. And I go, should I even be sending you a picture of this rash? Well, that's another conversation. Yeah. <laughs> For no, another no, no. day. No, well, well, you're right. Because uh-huh. as a parent, you're going, okay. What is this? I'm not that guy. Yeah. But what if I send it, somebody gets it, whatever. Exactly. out there. Yeah, right. I agree. I agree. Again, not defending this guy. I'm just telling you, that's what that's how it reads. That's how the story reads. Mm-hmm. And I find the point of me telling you everything is one that's my job, but two, is that, you know, even after that in 2002, 21 years ago, do you go and defend somebody that you know with those types of charges? No. Me personally, I'm out. Yeah, I'm, I'm not bailing. Them. You know what I mean? I'll turn on you in a heartbeat with stuff like that. Now I hate Pee Wee.
<laughs> say, I don't hate peewee. Why? why? I would. I hate peewee. That would I. That would I agree with you. Yeah, I, hate I don't peewee. hate peewee. I I stopped as soon as the uh, the 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 pleasure in yourself in the porn movie thing. I ain't give him. <laughs> of course you can because you're a freak Cause Yeah, I can see myself getting popped for that <laughs> Been there, done that Amen Actually, I was right behind him <laughs> All right, third round of headlines What do you got? I'm going to tell you why Elon Musk and his ex is back in the news And how a not-so-smart thief was caught mid-crime All right, get you that here in a minute Stand by for news News, 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 It's news. time for today's top two Headlines, read all about it, baby Extra, extra, read all about it Headlines and a big thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air. That is 530-GOOD AIR. 530-GOOD AIR. Best service, best price. That is guaranteed. All right, third round of headlines. Nikki D. I'm starting to think San Francisco is over Elon Musk. H5. I thought it was um, like a construction light or something, and then it just kept flashing. Um, it would stay on for a little bit, and then it would like flash a little bit, and it was like so unbearable. So San Francisco residents were upset because Elon Musk takes down a Twitter sign and he puts up this giant X and it lights up so bright at night that they were saying that they couldn't sleep and the light was coming through their window. So the city went and had him take it down. And of course, in Elon Musk fashion, he goes on Twitter and tweets out that Friday night, the landlord keeps calling the police about our sign modifications, and he put a clown emoji. Well, you know, he knows what he's doing. He's getting all kinds of free press out of this. Every single day, seems like. That's brilliant. I mean, it really is. I, I, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of the, the name change. Well, I can tell you, Luke Skywalker is definitely not a fan. He's actually led a protest of Twitter for one day for whatever reason. I mean, I'm not that upset about it. I just think the X sign is played out. Mm-hmm. As a Gen Xer, I love the X sign. But, you know, those radio stations with the X afterwards, mm-hmm. you know, it's like it's done. It's we bid there. We did it. It was great. Right. We had a really good meal. Uh, let's move on. It, it's 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 a different time, day and era. That nostalgia only lasts for a minute. So I, I don't know if that's what he's tapping into or if it's something else. I, I have I'm not a huge Elon Musk fan, but I I think his marketing behind this is actually pretty brilliant. Because he's getting free press. That's all he's getting. And when you have the money to do that, like the day and age of going, all right, I'm going to rattle the cages in order to get free press. Like in our business, there was once a day and age that we could do that, and it was a lot of fun. Been there, done that numerous times, and there would be times where management would stand behind you. Now, because so many people wear so many different hats, Mm -hmm. nobody wants to back your play. Mm -hmm. But if you are a sole proprietor like Elon Musk and you have that much money, you can do whatever the hell you want. Which is great. Right. I mean, the guy's already lost so much money in that company. Why the hell not? <laughs> you're like, you're going to throw something up against the wall to see if it sticks. Is right. that what it is now? You think he just doesn't care about what happens to Twitter at this point because he's lost so much money? No, I think he's rebranding it. I mean, sometimes you got to take a step back or two steps back in mm-hmm. order to take five steps forward. So he's rebranding it into something different. But the irony behind the new rebrand is it's black and white, which is the exact same colors as Threads. Yep. Right. So they look exactly the same. So it's kind of like you copied versus rebranded, to be honest. I wouldn't doubt that he did this just because Threads came out. Like, this was not a premeditated move. But he, I mean, out of all the colors he can pick, he's going to pick his competition's colors. Black and white, yep. I mean, that's what that you do, sense. right? Mm-hmm. You know, you go simplistic. Threads is very simplistic, changing things up a little bit, you know. Coming at him. 
coming at him. <laughs> Are you really though? <laughs> Because everybody he'll say just after went the, to Threads and they're pissed off with Twitter. Yeah, I, I, I'm out of it. I, I'm, that's what he'll say after the fact. <laughs> if you go under, you no. go under. Just let me know and I'll just take my stuff somewhere else. It's fine. I don't really care. All right, next story. When committing a crime, is it not wise to hang around? H6. Crews were able to monitor him, monitor the atmosphere around him at all times. They were able to have contact with him at all times, speak to the gentleman, and provide water for him. And when she says speak to the gentleman and provide water for him, it's because this idiot tries to break into someone's home. By the way, that he knows because the people knows him. He goes down their chimney and he gets stuck. So police and fire have to come on scene and try to get this man out of the chimney. And the only reason they noticed he was there is because the couple was home when he tried to break into their house. And they heard rustling and ruffling around in their chimney and found him in there. How do you get back out? Uh, they had to bring the police in. No, 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 no. You're the bad guy. Uh-huh. You're like, getting in should be fairly easy because I'm going down the chimney. You probably walk out the door or a window. Oh, so he's going to go out. Okay, go out to the... Because the, the chimney has a flue. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, if it's a if it's a real fireplace. Like an old school chimney. Right. Not so, a... so he's going to hit a bump on the way down. Absolutely. Oh, if right? you don't get stuck. If you do, <laughs> Dummy. If, if you don't get <laughs> You're stuck. You're not Santa Claus. That's not real. That is fake. You oh. can't just shimmy down somebody's chimney and get out. Was he a big guy? It doesn't show a picture of him. He didn't give me a mugshot, but I'm going to assume he was, which is why he got stuck. I would just think And it took them hours to get him out. I don't think he brainstormed this very well. No, no. not at all. No. There's so many better options. It makes me uncomfortable just thinking about it. We're getting stuck in a chimney? Oh, yes. My Wait. claustrophobia would drive me nuts. I would have passed out probably. Are you claustrophobic? If I'm stuck in a chimney, yes. Yeah, like you're not, you can be in a small enclosure, but like as no. long as you can spin around. No, I, I had to get an MRI one time and they had to pull me out. Oh, see, that seemed, I would think I would be freaked out by an I MRI. I can't do it. Yeah, I'm not that claustrophobic, but if I'm, you know, that, there's these guys that I know, um, if you want to follow them on social media, they're God, what, adventure twins. The adventure, what do you know the guy? I think that is. Th- these Let guys are, these guys are nuts. So, uh, like in the South, Georgia, North Carolina, Tennessee, uh, more or less Georgia it has like the most caves or something like that. Oh mm-hmm. nope. And they're and they're they're unexplored, mm-hmm. you know. And a lot of them are, you know, you are boarded up, but they're back from the Civil War days when they would, you know, take their gold from one place to the other or mm-hmm. what have you. And these kids find these holes. I mean, there's like like holes in the ground. Just you're walking through the woods, and there are holes in the ground that go hundreds of feet under under the earth and they just go down them and explore to see what's in there they're called the action adventure twins and one of them actually in one of these adventures going down a hole broke his foot or something and had to now come out and be rescued and get back to land with a broken foot and they're not like trained i mean they've trained themselves all on their own and they do this but when i watch these videos back to your question nelson I get claustrophobic watching the videos because yes. they squeeze themselves through these little caverns. Very small. Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Couldn't watch it. My mind would always be like, how am I going to get back out of here when I get down? And they're not even profiting properly. Like, I've interviewed them a couple times, and I'm like, you guys get sponsors or something? Like, no, man, we just throw it up on YouTube. YouTube. And get sponsored. Right. <laughs> Make some money before you die because that's what's going to happen. North Face, Under Armour, somebody. And then they got reached uh, They got reached out to to do a show, but then because of some legality, they weren't able to do that, remember? Right. Yeah. Right. If you're listening to yesterday's program, we learned a very interesting thing about Nikki D. Nikki uh, struggles with the use of well and good. <laughs> And after doing some research, 
there's a large percentage of Americans that have the same problem. Mm-hmm. So I thought it would be educational and possibly, actually I'm pretty sure, entertaining that if we do a round of Nikki D isn't no, mm-hmm. and we'll call it, well, good. Well, good. Okay. And I'm going to surprise you at how well I am. Okay. I want to be surprised. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I want you to know I do this because I love you. I'm sure you do. And I want afterwards for you to say to me, Jason, I've learned something. <laughs> I doubt that'll happen, but we'll see. Okay. So a uh, round of Nikki D doesn't know. Well, good. <laughs> Come up here next. <laughs> Let me hit you with some knowledge. Most people know at least some pop culture. Nope. And current events. Oh, hell no. And stuff. Mm. She isn't one of them. I know hey. some things. I know he thinks I don't know nothing, but I know some stuff. It's time to play Nikki D. Doesn't know. <laughs> Such a great intro. Uh, thanks for joining us. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey right there. That is Nikki D. And there is uh, Nelson. I figured we should do this after yesterday's program. <laughs> I bet you did. What was the line, Nelson? Goodly? Goodly. Something was goodly. Yeah, it was goodly. How he worded the boys to men. I mean, boys in the hood. It was goodly worded. On, on um, generationally. Speaking. Speaking. Yeah. yeah. It was goodly. It was mm-hmm. goodly worded. It was goodly yeah. worded, yeah. So, anyway, this is what I learned. I learned that Snakey D struggles with how to use well and good. <laughs> and to add to that, when using good, how to properly use good. <laughs> <laughs> and then I did some research and found out that 78% of Americans struggle with the same thing. 78%? Yeah. So all the school teachers running behind us. Right. You're not saying good and well, right? Neither can I confirm or deny that statistic, but it sounded pretty good. <laughs> There it is. So I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven of these. Okay. By the time we're done, if you get more than half correct, you will win some more ribs for me. I'll win ribs? That's the best you can come up with. <laughs> Prizes are a little scarce. <laughs> were those ribs not very delicious? They were delicious. All right. I want something else. What do you want? I want uh my nails, like a nail spa gift card or something cool well, like that. You're not a listener. Yeah, but you're you giving sh- it to me. You shouldn't have to win anything. I should just do the bit and you do the bit. <laughs> but you said I win something, so when you say that, then it makes me want to win. Well, I gave you ribs the other day, and I think the rule is you can't win for another 15 days. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Did we have a meeting about that? Make it very yes. clear. Yes. Spent a good 20 minutes. It was a PowerPoint and everything. The ribs is what you'll get. Fine. All right. So your options are well and or. Good. Or no, or good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So fill in the blank. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. <clears throat> Nikki D doesn't know. Well, good. With a high fever, it is unlikely he will feel blank enough to play basketball tomorrow. He will not feel good enough to play basketball. Okay. That is incorrect. We're going to be championship. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to say that? Well, I will, since I've got it all. With a high fever, according to your answer, it is unlikely he will feel good enough to play basketball tomorrow. Yeah. Well is always associated with health. Just oh, that's right. Just a little tip. Well. Get well soon. Not get good soon. Got you. Okay. Maybe there might be another option here that will help <laughs> you out with that. But so far, we're starting out with a 
Big no, ma'am. Wait, how many I got to get right? Uh, half of whatever I get to. Okay. <clears throat> Next one. Here we go. Either day works blank for me to look at the office space. Either day works good. Good sounds right in all these places. Either day works good for me. I'm going to say good. And that is incorrect. We're going to the championship. Either day works well for me to look at the office space. Oh, my goodness. Either day works well for me. See, that sounds wrong. Either day works well. I think the Either day is good for me. I and me rule can also be applied to good and well. Oh. Well, look at that office space. Not good. Look at that office space. <laughs> anyway, next one. Killing it here, by the way. Okay, I'm going to get this one right. <clears throat> Nikki D isn't blank with dogs. She actually hates them. Okay. This has to be good. Nikki D isn't good with dogs because Nikki D isn't well with dogs. Oh, but wait, isn't well with dogs. No, isn't good with dogs because you can't be well with dogs. Mm, I'm going to say good. Good is correct. Woo! Let's go. Got to be correct at some point, right? I got one right. I'm well very, on my way. But I, I'm well I, on my way. You know, I'd be a little disappointed in myself if I were you. We <laughs> <laughs> got two wrong, one right. <laughs> All right, here we go. Next one. Nikki D doesn't know. Well, good. That new purple shirt looks blank on Nelson. That new purple shirt looks blank on Nelson. That new purple shirt looks good on Nelson, or that new purple shirt looks well on Nelson? The options are well and good, not well and goo. I, well, I would say swell. You look swell in that shirt, but that's not an option. So I'm going to keep sticking to what I know, and it's good. So I you, think it's good. You figure if you just go good through all these, you'll at least get a half right? <laughs> I mean. That, that, that might beat the algorithm. You're, I don't know. But she might be onto something. That, that could new, be a well idea. So good? You said good? I'm saying good again. All right. Uh, yeah, that is correct. Yeah. That new purple shirt looks good. I have now tied myself on to up. Yeah. Too right, too wrong. Are you doing well or are you doing good? I am doing shoot. I'm doing Think I'm about doing that. Well. Here, we'll come back. I'm doing well. The show has performed blank since debuting in Sacramento. Horrible is not an option. The show has performed blank since debuting in Sacramento. Boom. Well. The show is doing well. But it could be doing good too. But I don't say good too many times. I'm gonna say well. I'm gonna say well. I'm gonna switch it well, up. So, so hold on. She's not. She's not sure. She's now just playing the game. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna say well. Sound it out. The show is doing. Cause see, it's not I would doing. Say you have to. You have to listen to what I'm saying. The show has performed. Oh, performed. See, I was saying the wrong. And in my what's mind. the rule? The show has pe- performed. It's not p formed. Well, okay. I'm gonna say well. Because you can't perform good. I'm going to say well. All right. Again, the show has performed. I'm trying to help. The show has performed blank since debuting in Sacramento. Performed good? Performed. Well. It's got to be well. I'm going to say well. Well Performed well. Well is correct. You were trying to trick me. No, it was not. Sounded like you tricked yourself. I got to listen. He said this is wrong. All right. Here we go. Next one. Okay. Feeling good? Mm-hmm. Feel- I got three right. Feeling well? I'm well. <laughs> Look at you, there. You're feeling good. No, I'm feeling well. <laughs> you're not feeling well. 
You can say I'm feeling well. <laughs> I hope Bailey's next Odyssey check-in goes blank for him. I hope Bailey's next Odyssey check-in goes blank for him. I hope Bailey's next Odyssey check-in goes good for him. Good. Mm. I hope Bailey's next Odyssey check-in goes well for him. Dang, you could reuse either one of them. <laughs> um, I think... I hope his check-in goes. I'm going to say I hope your check-in goes good. I'm going to say good. But I appreciate that. Uh, it's wrong as well. Oh. Oh. This is why 78% of people don't know. Because you really can say either one. By the way, that statistic I yeah. made up. Yeah, I, hope, <laughs> I hope Bailey's next Odyssey check-in goes well for him, mm-hmm. which actually I'm recording after the show today. Zoltan Bathory, who is the rhythm guitarist for Five Finger Death Punch and will be a playable character on the next Call of Duty, uh, will be on this show when I'm allowed to air it. Okay. Nice. You've gotten three right, and you've gotten three wrong. I'm tied up again with myself. All right. Right now, you're in rib territory. Ooh. Nikki D's English is not very blank. <laughs> it's not she, very good. <laughs> she may need to hire a tutor. <laughs> Nikki D's English is not very blank. She may need to hire <gasps> a tutor. Nikki D's, well, good. <laughs> Nikki D's English is not very. See, I would say good if it's not very good, but it's not very well. Oh, Nikki D's English is not very well. I don't like how that sounds. Nikki D's good. I'm going with good. There you go. That's uh, that is uh, that is correct. Yeah. Come on! <laughs> <laughs> Celebrating way too much. <laughs> no, I gotta celebrate all my wins around here. <laughs> Nikki D didn't sleep very blank last night due to her neighbors humping too loud. Mm-hmm. Nikki D didn't sleep very blank last night due to her neighbors humping too loud. Well, you told me earlier in the game that well went with health and sleeping would be to the betterment of my health because I need to sleep to be in good health. So I'm going to say Nikki D didn't sleep very well. Look at me learning. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> look at me learning is that a little thing at the end of the end yeah uh well is your answer that's what i'm sticking to well good that's correct Woo-hoo! Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> i'm up now i'm up now nelson three left yeah but never mind no go ahead please <laughs> like you're learning this on the fly like you didn't just know that going <laughs> into that does sentence. it matter no? does that matter no, I okay. guess it just matters when you better yourself. It matters if I learn it and get it right. Just tell them you're bettering yourself. And you can say thank Is you to me. Is that the right word? Is that the right word? Bettering myself? Okay, yeah, that sounds right. Bettering. Well, it's numerous words, but yeah. I'm bettering myself. Mm, bettering yourself. I don't know if you're trying to trick me now. I got to pay attention. You got <laughs> to listen to the words that come from everyone's mouth. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty good rule of thumb. It is. <laughs> All right, next one. Nikki D doesn't know. Well, good. Three left. You've gotten three, four, five correct. Ooh, look at me and three wrong. And three wrong. Hmm. I don't know what the score is here and if you're going to win anyway or not, but here we go. From the sounds of it, Nikki D's neighbor is blank at humping. By the sound, or from the sounds of it, Nikki D's neighbor is blank at humping. At humping. Nikki D's neighbor is well at humping. Which is another term for having sex. Nikki D's neighbor is good at humping. It got, Why is good always 
really stretched out. Because the, when you have the two O's in there, you got to say good. Do you do that with book? No, no. just good. Um, Okay, good at humping because you're not well at humping. Or would you be well at it? Oh, now you might be well at humping. Because you get better. Your heart oh, gets better. Why would you be well health. at humping? <laughs> Nikki D's neighbor is well at humping. That don't sound right. I don't want to keep saying good for everything, but good sounds right and well doesn't. I'm saying good. I think tomorrow we're going to do a don't, doesn't. Nikki D. <laughs> oh my doesn't. No. It's Nikki. It's not Nikki D. Ont. No. no. <laughs> I want to stick with good. Good. Yep. Good is correct. Mm. From the sounds of it, Nikki D's neighbor is good at humping. Mm-hmm. I'm killing this game, by the way. I would like that acknowledged. <laughs> That's one way to say it. Thank yeah, you. I'm sure. Uh, killing this language. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine, like, if she were to go back in time, you know, like the old English or something, oh and everybody's speaking extremely proper, <laughs> and they throw Nikki D in the mix, and she's got one of those big ball gowns, <laughs> and she rolls up and is like, hey, King, you doing good? <laughs> Hello, my goodly king. <laughs> Hello, my goodly king. It's Princess D. <laughs> I saw you sneakily looking at me over there. The smoke ring is how you know Bailey's barbecue is. No. Oh. no. The, well, I okay. I didn't like how you put it. Excuse me. The smoke ring is how you know Bailey barbecues. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Okay, mm-hmm. two different things. Again. Okay. The smoke ring is how you know Bailey barbecues blank. Well or good. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Bailey barbecues well or Bailey barbecues good. Ugh. I don't want to sound like a parrot, but Bailey barbecue is good. I would say good. You barbecue good. Tasted delicious. I feel like this one's tricky. You talking to me or you? Well, I'm talking to myself. Working I'm this out. To figure it out. All right, Bailey barbecue. Can you imagine her at the SAT? Oh my god, ma'am, can you keep it down back there, please? Bailey barbecues good. Uh, that is incorrect. I oh. gonna be championship. Dang it! I knew it. Okay, so I got to start saying Bailey barbecues well. Mm-hmm. Yes. Shoot. The right. skill of his. I don't right. think well is in your vocab, is it? I don't say it often, no. I really don't. Mm-mm. Now that I think about it. No. I think everything, I say everything's good. Like if you ever throw like uh, a penny in that big hole, it's a good? Or is it a well? <laughs> a wishing good. It's a wishing well. <laughs> is it a wishing good? No. Yes, <laughs> it is. Hello, hello. <laughs> do you go? Do you get lost in the Hallmark section section of the of the store? You're looking for the good wishes. <laughs> 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 no, I know well wishes. I know get well soon. Mm-hmm. Okay, I know they're well watchers. <laughs> get good soon. Do you, I know all of that. Do you, Do you get lost driving around looking for good star to try to see a doctor? No, I don't. Well star? <laughs> Just checking. Last one. I think you need this one in order to get ribs. Is it? Because I thought I was I thought I was up. Uh, you, but you've gotten the last two wrong. I, I don't know the Man. score, but okay. I'll, I'll tell you when we're done. All right. Nikki D doesn't. No. Well, good. Last one for you. Nikki D always gets along blank with restaurant employees. Nikki D always gets along blank with restaurant employees. Okay. Nikki D always gets along well with restaurant employees, or Nikki D always gets along good. With restaurant employees. I mean, I don't either. I don't do either one of those things, but. Not an option. Good or well. <laughs> All right. Uh, Nikki gets along. I, I 
I'm going to say well because I said good too much. I think I would say good in this sentence, but I'm going to say well because I think that's probably well, say it out what loud. you guys are going to say. Nikki D. Nikki D gets along well with workers at the restaurant. Nikki D gets along good with workers at the restaurant. Um, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with well. You can go I with think well. That's what it is. That is correct. Yeah, I knew it. I knew well, it. I don't know about that. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> All right. So what's up? I won. I know I had more right than wrong. You got six out of eleven. So yeah. Yeah. Look at me. <laughs> you just got it. Yeah. That last one mm, was mm, big. Mm, mm. So Nikki D does no good and well. Well, yeah. We're going to be championship. <laughs> Get you some ribs tomorrow. Because <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even bring them today. Well, no, because I didn't think you'd get a, a half of them right. You didn't. I did not, no. Mm, shame I'm, on you. I'm very impressed. Shame on you. I mean, 60% is pretty good. Well, actually, it's less than that because mm. we had 11 questions. Uh-huh. Yeah, so it's more like 57.8%. Yeah, which is an F. See, I'm a lot more... Good at these things than you think. <laughs> Said that very well. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you didn't take offense to that. No, I don't have offense to it. I learned something new. Anytime I can learn something, it's a plus. Okay. Well, you don't have the offense. I'm just saying. I hope you didn't take offense. I wasn't trying to be rude. I just <sighs> thought it was funny. Yeah, no. Okay. I don't take it. have offense. <laughs> would you well, say amongst your things over there, offense would be one of them? I don't have what do you mean? I just never mind. She got an apartment. She doesn't have room for a fence. <laughs> that is true. I only have a balcony. Do you ever correct someone on the way they speak? I hope not. Not. <laughs> <laughs> Nelson, I was actually asking seriously. <laughs> We have had to correct people from time oh, to time. Thank you very much. That poor person. Oh, my gosh. Were yes, they, I have. Were they signing? <laughs> <laughs> no, they were speaking. So here's 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 uh, here's the thing about it. I, I don't know if anyone can correct anyone anymore. You know, growing up as a kid, your parents would always, I know I would get corrected often. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and maybe that was then because they wanted you to speak well. Right? They did. All right. Um, but now, because there's so much slang and the way that we're programmed to talk through text messaging especially, yep. is I don't know if anyone is allowed to, and, and no one speaks perfect English, me included, right? And you'll make up words and the way that you say things. Mm-hmm. For fit your, your personality. For fit your personality, for your exclusivity. Absolutely. Yeah. So I don't know. I remember, you know, Bubba Ray Dudley, you know, the mm-hmm. wrestler, my buddy. Yeah. Remember we were going someplace one night and I, I said, I guess I used to say it like this. I go, yeah, I think it's across the street. And he railed into me. He's like, it does not have a T at the end of it. It's not I didn't a, even hear you say a T. Across the yeah, street. Yeah, it's not across. You know, but I say Velcro. That's not how you say Velcro. No. I thought that's just you being kitschy. Well, it eventually became that, mm-hmm. but you know, I used to. So I don't think anybody can correct anybody anymore. It's just fun to do it when it's so out there. Y'all correct me on a regular basis, but it's, y'all are the only ones. Nobody ever corrects me in my actual life. Well, because they're afraid, and we have they're not afraid. They're not your plexiglass in between us, <laughs> right? And they're not your real friends, so we're pretty safe right now. I think. 
There are some social norms that make no sense when you think about them. There's a list of them. I think it might have been a Reddit thread or something that people were throwing out there. We can run through those here in a minute. 916-909-0985. You want to get in here in the final hour as well. Thanks for listening. Give us a minute. Hang on. It is kind of funny, some of these social norms that really just make no sense, but we continue to do them. I think I've been uh, preaching this for many years is, you know, as much of a tradition guy as I am, and I'm very ritualistic because of my OCD, Mm -hmm. and I have an appreciation for what was then um, and should continue because those are the basics and you always stick to the basics. I do believe that there's a caveat in there of, there, there's a variable of you have to change things. It have to tweak things because times are different. They can't always stay the same. Mm-hmm. And you got to roll with the time. You, you can have you can have the same ideal, right? Mm-hmm. But you have to tweak it in order to fit the masses of today. Right. Just execute a little bit differently. Right. Exactly. So with that being said, I think this was a Reddit thread, but there were was was it? Mm -hmm. Uh, Thank you. Social norms that make no sense, like paying tens of thousands of dollars to bury corpses in the ground, which makes absolutely no sense. There was this story one time of a man who got arrested because he buried his wife on their own property, and he had a death certificate, everything signed by the doctor saying the woman died. But we've been programmed that that's the proper send off. I mean, different cultures have different send offs, Mm -hmm. like the the what the the Viking culture would put them out in the water and light them on fire, light them on fire and that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. every culture is something. Different. That's just our culture, right? That's what we know. That's what we learn. So as silly as it is to spend tens of thousands of dollars and get gouged by the people in that business, that is our culture. Uh, our culture. And what's scary about that is there's nothing wrong. You know, that's what I was saying before with sticking to your culture because times change. And I know it sounds hypocritical of what I just said, but mm. it's not. You know, if if that's what we have done as a culture, which is a very, very muddled culture, right? Right. Because we are a melting pot. This country always has been that and probably always will be it even more now today than it always will. But we still have a basis. Mm-hmm. And that's our basis. So I say stick with it. Now, I know there are new ways to do it. Yeah, you can become a tree and things like that, but even that stuff still costs a whole lot of money. What was first, cremation or the burial? I feel like it was cremation. I would have said cremation, too. I think they set people on fire. But I don't know for a fact. Uh, But you guys have computers in front of you. That would be an easy thing to Google. Anyway, the next thing, balloons um, for, like, happy birthday or any Mm -hmm. other day or any other type of thing. We spend a lot of money on balloons that last literally a day. You know, I'm going to disagree with that because I brought a set of balloons one time to a friend of mine's father when he was having surgery and he ended up dying three times and was in the hospital for like three months. He Those, died three times? He died three times. His heart stopped and they had to bring him back. That's baller status right the there. three months that he was in the hospital, the balloons that I took him stayed fully inflated the entire three months. Really? They never went down. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm with you. Yep. I got balloons. So I'm not going with balloons. I'm always going to be pro. <laughs> Wait till you hear the story I got for you, pro- hopefully tomorrow. Oh, okay. My grandmother is talking to me. Ooh. Are but, you listening? Well, I don't know because I don't know what the message is. Okay. But if you. I'll probably be able to help you. If you're a believer in the past talking to the present, something happened at our house that there is no way physics wise it could possibly happen. Ooh. Like impossible. Okay. 
And it happened. And my wife and I are freaking out. We're trying to figure out what the message is. Wasn't she trying to talk to you before, though, when you were like in the bathroom or something? Something was happening and she was trying to talk to you then? No, that was my wife trying to get in. She didn't know. Was- <laughs> no, I remember the story. I'm going to think of it tonight. <laughs> uh, see, ties being the standard for business attire. Yeah, when did that start? When did that start that you had to wear ties to work? Probably when corporate America started. No, ties have been around for a very long time, right? I mean, that's where you dress up. Uh, back in the day, you know, in the what, 30s and 40s, you would when you went out, you would uh, dress, you'd, you'd, if you could, you'd dress in a tie. 1920s. Nice. Yeah. That's you, when he came out. You look nice. You when, know some, when what came out? When neckties come out and people start wearing them and that sort of thing was the 1920s. Originating in the 17th century Europe, Croatian mercenaries serving in France were the first to wear knotted neckerchiefs to signal their position and alliances. Neckties have always symbolized nobility, honor, and order. But she's talking about in the United okay. States. Yeah. 1920s. Yeah, New York, hit in the 20s. Okay. Yep. That's when we got it. That's got when it. we got it over but here. But there is something to be saying when you suit up. Like, mm-hmm. you dress to impress. You do. And speaking of corporate, here's here's the thing about corporate America that I personally don't like as a social, social norm. When you encounter somebody in the morning, you say, oh, good morning, how are you doing? You don't really care how they're doing. So why do we program ourselves to ask every person we encounter how they're doing? You, when you could just say good morning and leave it at that. You know, I personally, I mean, yeah, every time somebody asks me that, I, I make sure I respond with actually answering their question. I do, too. And then I say, how are you? And they almost never respond back. Right. They'll just walk right by. That's how you know they don't care and they're not listening. Because because a lot of times you're doing it in passing. Mm -hmm. That's a lot to get out in passing. (laughs) Right. How are you doing? Hey, good morning. How are you? Hey, I'm great. Thanks. Gone. Gone. They don't even care. Yeah. Way too much time. All the random rules about texting people. Texting is supposed to be a way to talk to people and they can respond at their own convenience. I don't know about that one. I think there are there. There's got to be rule. I'm a rule guy, so rules for everything. You're definitely a rule guy, and you want somebody to text you back immediately. Well, within reason, absolutely. If I text you, especially if it's a question, then you got to text me back. But you, and it all depends on who you are to that person. Mm-hmm. You two have to text me back to acknowledge that I that I text you. <laughs> Just as no, 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 wait. This isn't like a hierarchy thing. Just as I would do to you. I think that's very rude. Now, if it's a random, like a three tier friend. And they text you something that's not a question. No need for you to reply. You can actually just do one of those thumbs up on their message. Yeah, on the message. Right. That that puts them in a lower tier, and they know it. Because the thumbs up is rude. But you don't text somebody <laughs> at, a, at, a, at, a, at a late hour when you know they're sleeping or at an but early why? hour. why? Like, because nobody's texts ring out loud. It vibrates. Mine does. I have actually well, speakers hooked up to my phone. And that, that's and, ridiculous. I was about to say, and that's not a lie. Your phone is so loud. You're the only person I know that your stuff rings out loud. Yeah, for a text. For anything. So here's one that I will definitely agree on. I am very much anti-cards. Uh, Cards so are stupid, yes. It's it's the dumbest thing that's ever been invented. I, I think whoever invented the card is laughing, I'm assuming, from the grave, <laughs> going that people still to this day find a... As soon as I get a card from somebody, especially around the holidays... I just throw it away. I open it up, see if there's anything in it, and then I throw it away. I don't I, even read it. I think we feel that way now because of technology, because I can remember a time where getting a car was a very big deal because, you know, they wrote a personal message in there to you. You mm. really wanted to know what it said. You what wanted age to were know you? how they felt about you. Well, I was younger, of course, because cell phones and things came yeah, out. But what age were you excited about cards? 
I was probably a teenager. Okay, you weren't excited about what they were saying. You were excited about what was in it. Mm-hmm. Nobody. No, I don't mean from my parents. I mean from somebody else that I felt matter. like liked me or loved me or something like that. Postcard on the same level as as card. You're talking about greeting card, right? Greeting, greeting card. Cards. Yeah, but a postcard's cool though. No, I don't think he'd want a postcard really? either. He throw it away. No, just a waste. Waste of a tree. I sent postcards when I was in. Uh... You know they get more than one postcard out of the tree. Yeah, but that's a that's a big tree. It's a, a big tree. card. A lot of a lot of a lot of postcards. A lot of waste. I mean, that one tree could still be tree. Oh my god! Instead, it's now a postcard from one postcard. The Alamo. One, one giant <laughs> from one tree. It's a very special postcard. <laughs> Uh, clapping. How about clapping? Is that a social norm that makes no sense? No, it makes all the great. sense. You're cheering somebody on. You're acknowledging whatever it is you're clapping about. People need clapping. Yeah. I'm for clapping Let's as well. Let them know they're doing good. Yeah, what else are you supposed to do? Snap. What about it? Snaps are dumb. What? Eh, easy. I like snap. You like? Easy, 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 easy. Why? <laughs> where are you going with this? Yeah, well, don't worry about where I'm going, but oh. there's a certain group of people that know what I'm saying. You, you don't you don't 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 knock on the snaps. All right. Don't knock the snappers. Yeah. You can't do it, by the way. Yes, I can. No, 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 no. Only certain people can do that. You hear me snapping. And yeah, but you gotta stop. I wanna take you out. <laughs> I can do it. Why can you do it? Because I've I've I'm allowed to do it. I've, you ain't wrote not one oh, poem. So there's oh. No, no, no. Well, poem. What's a poem have to do with it? Because that's when you snap. After they read the poem, you snap to say that you liked it. Oh no, 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 no. I'm way before snapping. you're just clicking your nails together. Yeah. No, I am snapping, but my nails are long, so you hear my nails too. But I know how to snap. You sound like a dog on a hardwood floor. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, buying litter. Uh, we buy special dirt for our cat to go potty in. Where is this going to go potty at? I don't know. I don't. I think cats. You don't need cat that either. Litter is for the smell. <laughs> it's not for them. Where them to actually go. What are you talking about? Where would they go otherwise? Well, if you've ever seen me, the a parents pad, like dogs. Jack Burns was able to teach Mr. Jinxie to use the toilet. It can be done. They make a kit for it. I messed up doing it. So, uh, Acknowledging other people's sneezes. How about that? That's important because you're acknowledging that they survived and they're still alive. Mm-hmm. You know the, the, the history behind that, right? Yeah, the reason why they say God bless you is because when you sneeze, you sneeze, your heartbeat stops. So well, your, your heart rate or something stops. Your soul escaped. Your soul doesn't escape. This is your, your heart stops beating when you sneeze. You're both right. There, there's, there's two, the two different ideas. You're both right. Mm-hmm. Your heart stops. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if that's real or not, but that's the theory that your heart stops or whatever. Pretty sure I googled it. But he is correct as well. There's a reason why you do it because there's certain people that says that your, your soul is escaping every time you sneeze. Mm-hmm. Oh, my soul's intact. But uh, that's why you say God bless you. To God get bless the soul, you because you're the, still alive. No, because that's it. That's how it goes. Here's, here's another thing that's socially. Uh, out of norm that I don't know why we still do it. Why are we blowing out birthday candles on a cake? Somebody's putting their nasty breath and spit all over it, and then you eat it. I said that during COVID. Ugh. You got that from my idea in COVID. I don't know about your idea in COVID. I've always thought that was nasty. People are having birthdays, blowing out candles. Uh, during and then people COVID. eat the cake. All right, Nelson wants the burial came first. That's going back to you asked if it was burial cremation. Came Thank first. you. And your heart does not stop when you sneeze. Yeah, I thought that was an urban legend. It's because sneezing does not affect the electrical signals that control the heart rate. But it says right here, factual, your soul does escape. So your soul escapes is factual? Get out of here, Nelson. 
You ain't well, getting me with that hold crap. Hold on. Let me read it. Hold you on. are not getting let me with that me, crap. Hold on. Relax over there. Let me confirm or deny. <laughs> let me confirm or deny. I can tell by well, how he read it is fake. Can you, can you, let me have your microphone. Uh-huh. As the University of Arkansas for Medical Sciences reports, a person's heart does not stop when they sneeze. This is because sneezing does not affect the electrical signals that control the heart rate. Although your soul does escape, thus you should say, God bless you, if you believe in God. If not, use whatever you believe in to say bless you. For example, (laughs) Buddha bless you. I'll take my apology now. <laughs> I'm not apologizing. It's a very long explanation on Google, but I found I'm it. not apologizing Thank for you. that. I'm going to believe what I believe. <laughs> well, good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, fourth and final round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you why a local neighborhood received parachute mail and the oldest thing the world recently lost. All right, get you all that here in just a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. Headlines for today's top two. Headlines. Okie dokie, fourth and final round of headlines brought to you by Good Guys Heating and Air. 530-Good Air. 530-Good Air. Best service, best price. That is guaranteed, Nikki D. A local neighborhood had a Hunger Games experience, H7 in a San Dimas neighborhood breathing a sigh of relief after a suspicious parachute landed in the street. And when she says suspicious, if you get to see the pictures of this, if you look online, this is according to SAC B. A neighborhood had two parachutes rain down packages into the neighborhood and they evacuated everybody out, got everybody out of their homes because they didn't know what it was. They thought it could be a bomb because how does a package come on a parachute? I've never seen that before outside of a movie like Hunger Games. Well, they discovered that this was a science project that one of the kids was doing in their neighborhood. So when you opened up the package, it had all these test tubes and things like that inside. So it was completely harmless. So he launched it? The kid launched it. It doesn't say. They give you so little details. Who launched it? Why it was sent down? What was the science project for? It doesn't give you any of that in the story. See, my mind doesn't go to Hunger Games because I don't remember that movie. My mind all automatically goes to Red Dawn. You know, I'm the thinking. The packages down. Yeah, the Russians and the Cubans are coming over on commercial yep. jet po- planes, and yep. you know, my school teacher walks out and says, "Well, they must be way off target. Can I help you?" And that's the end of it. Now, Hunger Games, when you're in the actual arena, they send down the parachutes, and there's different things that'll help you stay alive. Gotcha. Yeah. You know they got a new one coming out. I do in November, and I'm so excited. I'm going to be in the theater. I don't care if I'm alone. I'll be in there watching it. I watched the first. I don't know how many alone. That's like the worst plot for a movie, kids having to fight for survival. Uh I felt like I couldn't believe that was a popular book. I felt like that when the movie came out because I didn't know about the book. I was at work one day not working, and I came across the book in the break room. And I read the back of it, and I'm like, wow, this actually sounds way more interesting than a movie. So I started reading the book, and that's how I got into it because I refused to watch the movie when it first came out. Thought it was a book about a diet plan? No, I knew it wasn't about a diet plan because I read the back. The book always gives you more detail, so it, like, explained how this started. Isn't uh, with Jennifer Lawrence? Yes, mm-hmm. Jennifer Lawrence. She what was launched f- her, basically. What? That's what launched her. She was in the first one, right? Or the she first... was in all four of them. Yeah, is she in this next one? No. no, this is all new characters. It's like they're starting over like they did with Game of Thrones. This is in the past. Oh, they're rebooting. Well, it's so, in the past. So they're going back to talk about Snow, like how he got his start. Snow? 
Yeah, he was the president. Think Star Wars. So well, no, the I, Jennifer I, Lawrence ones came, are like episode four, five, and six. Well, I, get, I get what okay. you're saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, I get it. Don't yell at me. Yeah, I'm <laughs> He's so bossy, isn't he? God, sometimes <laughs> I just don't want to come to work. You look like you were flinching over there. I, I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. Yeah, well, I was, uh, Calm down. He raises his hands at me. You know how it is. <laughs> Stepdads right. can be mean sometimes. Be afraid. <laughs> That's how you were looking. I'm going to scoot over. <laughs> you were scooting over next to me earlier. so I know. i got to go far away. Now you got to get away from you. <laughs> hey, hey, when the producer bosses us around. I know, right? So God, boss. I, think this is I was asked a long time ago, do I think I can control you? So. Were you really? <laughs> Don't you remember? <laughs> By who? Your old boss? In Atlanta? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, oh, were you, did I get you up for that job? Yeah, and then I immediately called you afterwards. I said, I don't think your boss likes you, man. Oh, man. That guy's <laughs> such a dick. <laughs> he goes, how do you, do you think you'll be able to control Bailey? I'm like, well, who are you talking to? <laughs> Me? <laughs> you, he should have followed up with, because I can't. Right, well, I kind of implied it. <laughs> I just had to lie to him every day. <laughs> That's all I do. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, next story. The world's oldest man dies at age 127, H8. Jose Polino Gomez, allegedly born on August 4, 1895, leaves behind seven children, 25 grandchildren, 42 great-grandchildren, and 11 great-great-grandchildren. He's being called the world's oldest man, and I'm saying being called because he has not been written down in the book of world records yet for saying that he's the oldest, but according to his family, he's 127 years old. He goes by the name of Jose Gomez, and he was born August 4th of 1895. So if you put this into perspective, he was born before the death of Queen Victoria, the Wright brothers' first flight, and the discovery of x-rays. That's how old he is. Those are the three examples that they put in the story. Yeah, those are the three examples they put. And he says he credits his long life to having a little drink, a little drinky drink. Yeah, I read that, a little drinky drink. (laughs) Yeah. But what also they said, I don't know if you had in your story, I did some research, but even at at the age of 100, like right before he died, like a week ago, Mm -hmm. he still would walk around. See, that's so good. You're 127, still in your right mind, still can walk around. That would be amazing. I, yeah, I bet he could have gone to the mall with you. What you mean don't point? I wasn't pointing at you. I was counting on my hands you, like, the things that he could do. You pointed and he looked right at me. No, I wasn't even talking about you. You were talking about how I can't. My foot hurts, okay? Damn it. Now, again, I can either confirm or deny <laughs> that the walking thing with this 127-year-old man is real, but I thought it was necessary <laughs> to say since Nelson bailed on Nikki D the other day because... His feet hurt. Just the one foot. From picking up a couch. <laughs> up 16 stairs, two couches. And that's be, Have you talked to Complex yet about this? I have. You know, I asked Complex yesterday, and he didn't even answer me. He thought it was hilarious is what he texted. No, I said, Complex, why didn't you help Nelson? Radio silence. Well, bring him in. Let's break, and we'll come back and bring I'll him go, in. I'll go get Do him. Not bring, leave that man. Just I'll like go the, get him, because I really want to know. Him. He didn't answer the he question. He just got a promotion. He's like a big boss guy now, so we should bring him in. But I, I, I am curious if... He thought that when he gave his couches to Nelson, right. to give that man money, that he would need to help him move him <laughs> to his like, house. Yeah, to his house, not yeah. just to his car. Moving him to his car is understandable, right? But moving them to his house, exactly. The day where Nelson knew he had other plans, mm-hmm. I wonder if he thought the same thing Nelson thought. If even if he didn't have plans, was he going to get in his car, use his gas, drive all the way over there? 
uplift and give you something that he's already given to you for free and then drive back home? I mean, there's only a couple options out of this, right? Is one, no, I did not. Uh-huh. Or two, I did, but I sure the hell aren't going to do it. Or three, I would have, but Nelson didn't come early enough. Or hmm. three, there you go. There's yeah. a third. So one of those three options. We'll see. Or four. I mean, Ooh. let's just add on to this. Okay, let's go. He's four. Today. No, he's here. I've already said it. <laughs> Nelson did one of those, you know, passive aggressive things that he does because he's got no self confidence. Uh-huh. Where he goes, uh, "Hey man, it'd be really nice if uh, I got some help moving these over, but don't I? I don't need. I'm you're good. Thanks. No, yes. I did not do that. Yes, that is what he does. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All right. Last minute calls, yes. comments, concerns. My feet hurt. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to make it home today. From my seat to my car so far. 916-909-0985. He twitches when I make fun of him like that. He does. He, he does, has a neck jerk thing. Yeah, he, he does this little Don't worry work. about my neck. You're not getting my Korean beef I brought for you now. Oh, don't You're be talking a yourself saddie. out of a meal. Don't be a saddie over there. Don't worry. You got ribs coming tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. All right. Give us a minute. Hang on. As always, we appreciate you listening. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There is Nelson. Congratulations to our good friend, Complex. Okay. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I'm sorry. Not our friend. Uh Oh. We're family. Yes. I like that better. Well, quote unquote, I am deeply honored everyone in Sacramento has quickly become family. That's what you said. Yeah. In your (laughs) press release. Odyssey names complex as brand manager of 106.5. Is it 106.5? Yes. The end in Sacramento. It's our sister station. That's like you're a big you're you're big to do. I take out the trash every other day. I mean, you like hiring fire. You're like the guy now. Yeah. Jesus. But we're family. We are. You put it in paper mm-hmm. or in print. Um. So congratulations. What does this mean now for you? Like, what do you do? Anything different? Do you get uh, an office finally? No. <laughs> they don't believe in those around here. This poor guy's doing his work on a TV tray. <laughs> I haven't put it that much time in. <laughs> I don't mind it because I get to walk by you and talk with you every day. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I always feel bad for you because he's only got so much space on his little TV tray. and he's He got makes his little, it work. He's got mm-hmm, a little computer mm-hmm. box, and he's got his little drinky, and he's got his headphones and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Other people put their drink on my desk. You know, it's it's fun. It bothered all the time. Yeah. Right? People coming up to you. That's the problem being a big boss, right? Because everybody's got questions. They want to get close to you. All the time. All the time. So we got to, there's a, what about this office in the corner? Oh, I'm lightly going to take it over. Like, well, mm-hmm. we use it for our green room when, for guests we don't have. Okay. <laughs> Well, I've been on the I've been on this show three times, so yeah. Now it's really my office. Yeah, next there you go. Well, next time wait in there, would you? Yeah. So we can say that that's our green room. Don't hang out in the studio. That's why until... you couldn't find me earlier. I was in there. Okay, until it's time for you to come on this program complex, we need you to wait in our green room, Perfect. which is really your office yes. now, right, like you said. So we have a question for you, sir, mm-hmm. and that is, um, we were discussing this yesterday. We found out that you were nice enough, sweet enough. Yes. To give our dear poor, and I stress poor, Nelson, <laughs> some some couches. I'm going to give that man money. No, 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 you don't. Okay, no, well, I'm hold on. Good. Before we get to that, you you were nice enough to give him. I've given him. It's fine. He's I, I, His name should be Will Goodwill. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, that, two TVs. That's amazing. Right. You heard about yeah. TVs. Okay. So how did this go down? Like, did you offer them two? Like, how did the conversation start? So... Obviously, he just moved here, mm-hmm. and he at first he was saying, "I have no furniture," mm-hmm. and which is fine. And I was like, "I have some couches that 
I'm just going to get new couches. And I rather give furniture away to people I know than to try to sell it. Sure. And just and that was it. And that was it. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, originally he was going to Excuse sell them me. to me. I'm just telling you, it's yeah. even worse than that. He's being nice. Excuse me. I'm talking with Alan. Okay. <laughs> the new brand manager at 106.5 The End. Our family, yeah. Okay. Our family. Yes. Familia. I know. I'm giving and you- And this is, this is a family conversation. Right? Yeah. So, that passive-aggressive thing I was talking about, Nick. Yes, there it is. He's around complex. He knows he's- He can sniff it out. He knows he's got extra couches. You can look at him, man. <laughs> He just knew Complex was going to give him yeah. a couch. Are you raising your hand? I am. A couch set. What? <laughs> what I'm trying to tell you is originally the offer was, hey, I got a couple of couches. I'll sell you. But then he just felt more and felt how pathetic I was more and more. And it wore him down to the point where he's like, dude, you can, I'll just, just have them yeah, like, for right. free. He, I need, hey, family, we need to be honest with each other. Yes. Complex. Okay. Mm-hmm. So right. you got to tell that stuff. <laughs> so when uh, you guys set up the, idea, the, the exchange of the couches. How did that go? Did you say, was he like, hey, can I come over? What's good for you? Or did you say, hey, Saturday's the only time I can do it? How'd that work? Well, when we initially set it up, it was about two months, right? (laughs) Yeah, two months ago. (laughs) And I said, you just come get them. Because you got so frustrated. Yeah. You started to hate him. I was like, come get him. I even offered. I was like, I will pay for your the U-Haul truck. (laughs) Just come get them. I remember that part because I would have taken them up on that, honestly. (laughs) For two months. So for two months, Nelson, this is what we were telling Nikki and I were telling you about this yesterday. You have to show some type of get up and go about yourself. Initiation. The kids came. Appreciation. And then it was like, how can I get the I didn't want to abandon the kids while I'm going over to get the stuff? And they could have helped you. We had cushions to move. I can't bring a kids over to his house. Oh, his house is so nice. This is nicer, isn't it? Oh, here you it's different. go. <laughs> it's different. <laughs> His is the house you bring new women home to. Oh, bachelor pad. Oh, but like, you know what? Who it reminds me of is uh, our friend in Mexico, but even better. You remember what his house used to look like when he was a single guy? Yeah. Well, but like next level. So if he has a party, we'll call it Complex in the City. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But oh, we're not, my But we're God. not having a party at my house. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's only for one-on-one rendezvous. All right, so he comes over, he gets it. Uh, you does he ask you, hey, can you help me move these downstairs, or did you think that he was going to have someone with him? No, well, he he lightly asked me. He's like, can you help me move them in there? <laughs> well, <he> and, <laughs> and at the same point, I did hear it yesterday, and I understand the miscommunication. But when I was telling him my buddy was coming over, I meant more of like, do you need help? Because he can help us. No, that's not. And 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 this guy, he flew into. Unfortunately, get dragged me to Taylor Swift. Oh, of course, yeah. yeah. So, I wasn't just going to leave this guy who was taking an Uber to my house. Sure, sitting well, You had somewhere to go. Yeah, yeah, things <laughs> to do. So, you weren't under any impression that you were going to not only move the couches from your house to his vehicle, but also follow him to his apartment. Yeah. in a really rough neighborhood. Yeah, <laughs> I would have done it because we just would have left from there. But you didn't think that you were doing that. I, I would have done it. But you would have done it if yeah. he would have asked you. Yeah, and I asked him, I was like, do you need any more help from here? And he's like, I'm good. Oh, there it is. You didn't tell us that part. Oh, That's you the past. You did Nelson. Oh. You left that no, out. What, what, did that I out say? what did I say before break? I guarantee he did one of those, no, man, we're good. I'll, I'll try. Yep. guess I'll try to find somebody when I no. get back to the apartment to help you know me. What? I don't have the tape here. But what I had told you was that I had, like he said, lightly asked him with an imply that, hey, I would need a little help once I got back to my place. Mm-hmm. 
And then I misread what he was saying about his buddy. So instead of pressing the issue, I just go, I'm, I'm all right. I think I can get it. So you're saying this was a whole Three's Company episode? Yes. yes. Okay. Is it most of my life? Well, you just got to ask somebody. Dude, Complex, can you help me move the pl- this stuff to my house? Gotta I, make it plain. I got, I got nobody. I don't like asking people for stuff. Our chief you're- engineer, Seth Leppard, right? I have him come over my house. Well, I don't have him, but I ask him to come over <laughs> my house. <laughs> To do numerous things because the guy's brilliant. He's handy. Yeah. He can do things that I can't do. But I'm very clear with like, hey, can we do this this weekend? Do you have time? Is it convenient for you? This is exactly what I need done. Let me know what I need to buy so we can get it done as quick as possible. You can't stop that pass. This is a busy man. I know. He's got to go to see Tay-Tay. Which is why I didn't further ask. I just I said, I get it handled. Could have been on my way to the freeway. He could have been at Tay-Tay way early. He could have gotten stabbed. You just don't go to a Tay-Tay <laughs> concert without he's got to get an outfit. He's got to do all this stuff. He already has the outfits, trust me. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I want to give him, to, well, I said I have two TVs up for grabs. You know, he has not once offered to come over to my house and pick it up. <laughs> Nothing. Yesterday. He, hasn't, he, hasn't, he hasn't said, hey, what's convenient for you? Do you think, he hasn't even asked me to bring him to work. Do you, do you need help with those? No. I can help you. No. <laughs> Saturday. You know what? Just come early. <laughs> I think we're out of time. Just come early. <laughs> You look, look into the, the clock, and I think we're out of time. You look like you want to chalk up Tuesday as a bad day. Why? You just did you lose? Did I lose what? Life. Or you well, just learned a lesson? How about that? Well, you know what? Oh. Go easy. Learn a lesson. Well, Was it a good next lesson? Time, communicate. He's a man. We did don't I communicate correctly. Nikki, did he learn well? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he learned good or not. <laughs> I don't know. Obviously, we didn't learn anything at 9 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Well, once again, Complex, uh, congratulations. Thank you. You're going to do very well. We are a fan of you. I'm a fan of you. We like you being here. You're a good dude. You smell good today, too. Easy, easy. I'm just telling them because I can smell it. It's right. Kim works down the hall. I know where Kim works. Okay. (laughs) I can tell him he smells good. Just got to throw that in there because I want to see some faces when I get out of (laughs) here. We all know Kim's not going to throw down anyway. (laughs) All right, we got to get out. Nikki D. Uh, I think the show went good today. Goodly. Yeah. Nelson. Can I can I get them TVs? No. Shut up. See you. <laughs> At listen to the BS on social. Give us a follow. Give us a like. Give us a share. Have yourself a great, safe rest of your day. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 6. Ah, That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show.